sickness. It's Monday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. Brett Fesley. Big Dick Toledo. Uh, day after a, a buzzing victory over there at the Cardinals facility. That was a game uh, for uh, to end all games. It was a silly, messy, should have lost, should have won. Both teams walk away. Somebody's got to lose that one. And that poor kicker. I don't know how kickers wander out there, miss 37-yard game winners after everybody's just – I mean, that the last catch, that receiver for the Vikings – I don't know if you guys saw it, but the last catch he made diving across the middle to put him within 40 yards of a field goal. And then the next thing you know, you're like, these guys have broken their asses. We have got it in range. You go do your one job. You have one thing you do. That's all you do. You don't have to catch. You don't have to block. You don't have to do anything. Just kick it through those sticks. That's it. And he shanks it. And then has to go back into the locker room with football players, onto a bus with football players, and into a plane to fly all the way to Minnesota with a group of dudes who just hate him. He's in a separate deal. Oh, he's. I think they bust him back. That uh, Gabby Petito's boyfriend has to drive him back, I think. They just don't know what – just get him lost. You're on spirit, pal. Jump yeah, yeah. You, we got you a there. coach flight. You're out of here. Oh, I can't imagine. You maybe get a little more – of a pass if it's, uh, you know, because the opposite happened for the Chiefs yet last night. Guy fumbled at the end of position. Oh, yeah. It. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I he's, mean, but fumbles happen. Miss yeah. kicks at the end of games. You have one job. In a like, dome, too. Yeah. You have I mean, your only single job. You can't fumble it as a kicker. You can't screw it up outside of just missing. And it's, and everybody in front of you is doing their job to make sure that nobody tries to block the kick. Your only job. Oh, kickers. And how do you go into the facility? Hey, guys, what's up? Dick. That's all you <laughs> dick. And they're 0-2 now, the Vikings. But the Cardinals squeak that out. Man, oh, man. And if they can keep uh, Kyler Murray from getting killed, because they ask him to do 60, 65 plays a game. Like, it's all on his shoulders. If the Cardinals can keep him from getting killed, he's hit that magic status. That Mr. Stuff, Wizard. Yeah, that stuff he was pulling yesterday was just absolutely insane. Uh, I, it's, it doesn't... It, it doesn't add up a lot of the times. I think he's... Lamar Jackson's the one they sell us all the time. Kyler Murray's the good version of that. I think I think Kyler Murray, although far too small to take one of those hits, and so far he doesn't take hits. Lamar Jackson is a very bad quarterback who runs all over the place maybe better than every, anybody. Kyler Murray is a really good passing quarterback with accuracy and arm strength. and I mean, he's accurate, he's, and, but he throws it all the time. Cliff Kingsbury's got him out there. Just the ball is in his hand, 60-65 of their 80 plays, and it's on him. So that kid's getting ridiculous. Cardinals have something going. But their defense got torched yesterday. So we'll figure that one out as the season progresses. Odd day yesterday in sports all the way around. Congratulations to those Raider fans who decided to, you know, text or talk afterwards. That was nice. You're good people. Good win for you. Nice win. Good job. You two had your Bears. Congratulations, the Bears. Yeah, that's right, the Bears. Yeah, I don't know what that – every stat that it's rolled brutal. across, that looked like one of the worst games I'd ever heard of. It was tough to watch. Joe, Joe Burrow threw three interceptions in a row? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, that was – because according to the ticker, it said Burrow throws third straight interception. I'm like, straight? That means there were no passes in between the other, the other interceptions. That's not good. And it was only a three-point game. Yeah, it's – It's not a pretty thing. It's – no. That was kind of the uh, – the toilet bowl yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, so, but that happens. Well, Steelers-Bengals are this week, Brady. We have ourselves a side bet. Oh, it's you guys now, huh? I don't even care. I watched the Steelers. So long, I've said it before the season. So long as Ben Roethlisberger's the quarterback, this team doesn't go anywhere. And I, that's a weird, terrible thing to hear. 
Because it's like saying, so long as the Colts have Johnny Unitas. But Johnny Unitas couldn't walk at the end either. Ben's just You watch the NFL right now, at least I do, and you see these quarterbacks that are just capable of doing anything. Once the, once the pocket breaks a little bit, that's when the play starts. Well, get your secondary ready to catch some oh, balls. Oh, we got, we got, well, if any of, I, I literally, I've never done this. I had to look on the roster to see who was playing yesterday. Because we were down seven men at one point. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know who these, who's 25? And who's number 40? Who, is, who are these guys? I watched the preseason. They switched numbers after the preseason. I'm like, who the hell is that? And what's he doing on the field in a fourth quarter? Like, oh, we lost this guy. We lost it. So it was just one of those. I love that. The coaches have to stop that whole. I mean, especially Mike Thomas. Standard is the standard. We One man out is another man's opportunity. We don't change a thing. They changed everything once T.J. Watt went out. The whole defense was different. I'm like, this is like they're in the shell umbrella. You have to. Uh, well, you, but then say so. Yeah, we have to yeah. change everything. When, when we lose a defensive lineman, our linebacker, and we're already down two linebackers and a, and a corner, everything changes. These guys don't know what they're doing, so we just have people, bodies out there hoping to not get killed. It was, yeah, it was crazy. The standard is the standard. There are no excuses. I'm like, did you change anything? We changed everything because, you know, we had low standards out there. I'm like, okay, the standard is not the standard. When you get dinged up like that, you guys play different. But, yeah, the Cardinals are 2-0. That whole division outside of Seattle. Yeah. Seattle got the first loss yesterday, and that was a, a, you know, overtime squeaker. Shouldn't have lost that one either. But, yeah, football is definitely that. you guys have any bets? Oh, yeah. Oh, you made some bets? Some extras? Oh, you mean Brett and I? No, 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 just no, no. FanDuel bets. Yeah, yeah. What'd you I do? Oh, I mentioned that. I didn't. Did you? <laughs> nope. Brady? Go it was a good tell, run. Tell us about your week. It was a good run. How'd you do? Oh, and oh, and whatever. Did you I have forgot oh, you didn't get one? You didn't have one, one no, shining not moment? One. Not no, one. Last week I did. <laughs> oh, no, okay, that's all right. Don't, don't get excited about the week before. Well, and many... then I had people sending me, like a broomhead hit a, hit a $1,000 on yeah. a cardinal parlay it had seven things on it was good that's pretty good i'm yeah. not betting seven things for a thousand bucks so i know be bigger payout than that of course you're not putting anything down what did you lose on we all uh, did you lose your uh thursday bet it's tonight oh it is tonight yep, did you no uh, yeah oh yeah i lost the thursday yeah, too, I, lost I was bears yeah, and, and i like happened. woke up and i'm like oh, i lost already here we go <laughs> i <laughs> am up three dollars and 29 cents nice. you know don't rub it in brady is losing his ass right now <laughs> How much did you lose? Or how many bets? I mean, you don't know? How many did you have? Over the two weeks? No, no. Just yesterday oh. and Saturday. Uh, this is a bad sign. Seven. Bridge. Seven bets? Yeah. You got to slow it down. Someone's kid. having fun. Yes. The, the, the moral religious guy is <laughs> diving in a little heavy. It's all seven out. Did you bet Ohio State, too? Yeah. Three. Oh. Three Ohio State. Oh. And none of those. Two bungles. <laughs> you're, you're putting money on the bungles. Yeah. See, that needs to end. You can't well, start betting. Yeah, I wasn't putting money on the Bears. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't put your hard-earned cash on teams like that. It was anything. kind of against them, but you know. Well, that's a good thing. Still didn't, didn't pay off. Did you see who the other team was? Yeah, that's a game <laughs> you don't put money anywhere near. I thought our our nothing happening in the first quarter was a pretty good bet, but <laughs> yeah, well, there's a, well, the good chance you're going to get like uh, the over under on punts, but don't even take that chance because they can. Muck I did that one up. where the game ends, uh, the score is even. That's a tie. Even even or all. No, I'm saying the total oh, is I even see. or all. <laughs> I see. They call it a tie. I see what you're saying. Listen, Donovan McNabb. The total you points. Can, you can yeah. tie. Total even points. or odd. Total points are even odds. And you picked an even. That's, see, that's those dummy bets. And it was good until the last 30 no, seconds. Those are dummy bets. Do they have over-unders on punts? They, sometimes. I bet. Oh, uh, I'm doing that In the week. year 2000, the Giants and Ravens Super Bowl, 
I was reading about uh, the defenses and like how they scheme up, and I'm like, the Giants are going to punt 15 times. I'm like, what's the record? And it ended up, I, the it was broken in the first half. They had more punts in the first half of any other, or in, in any other Super Bowl. They did it in the first half. I think they had 19 punts that game. I'm like, if the Ravens punt three or four times, which is kind of normal for a game, the Giants are going to punt 12, 15 times in this thing, at least. And they did. And I'm like, that's great. So I won a few hundred bucks on the over-under on punts. But I don't know if they do it. I don't know if the FanDuel's got it, but the over-under on punts was in Vegas, and I had a friend up there. He's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, punts? He's like, it's a dumb bet. I'm like, no, I don't think it is. I didn't have any money at the time, so I just put like $20 in it. Yeah, you can do pretty much anything. I don't know if FanDuel has the over-under on punch. You can probably search it. I'm, I'm looking for that yeah. next week. Because you, your team. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, the Bengals and Bears, you just kind of go, uh, money doesn't need to be near this. That's why I don't understand why people actually pay money to go to see that game. You got two teams like that. It's like, this one's free at home. Uh, I'm going to watch that at home. Because if you're Second in the, game in. If you're in people the city. People are still excited. No, there's no excitement. That both you, why, what are you excited about as a Bengal fan? Football has started. Yeah. But, you, <laughs> but have you seen all the, there's like 30 other teams. You can watch a lot of football. If it's football that started, it's got you excited. The Bengals shouldn't excite. The Bears don't excite you. No. no. Not right now. You're just happy. It's that season. And you can maybe get a. Catch Justin other games. Fields. Yeah, you can watch a lot of football. <laughs> get your Sundays covered. And drink some beer with some friends and have some fun. Uh, Dale Hellestray came to my house yesterday, and it was fantastic. So my friend Jeff, who is uh, now a financial advisor at Merrill Lynch, used to run the restaurant at the Esplanade called Ten, one of my favorite restaurants in this city. And we were talking uh, last week, and he took a picture of pot roast at his house like on Wednesday night and said, remember this one? This is the one you used to always get. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. This is the best. It was this home America food. It was just this. Uh, meat and potatoes. Uh, meat and potatoes. And just, oh, so the, it was just a cool restaurant. Very cool vibe. Almost a cheers vibe with great food. We never went there. Mm-mm. Brady and I did. I think Rich and I, we were, we were with us once, right? So. That was so good. So Jeff did it. So we were talking and stuff, and he sent me the pot roast deal. And then he said, uh, you know, about his restaurant, he said, I was working 90 hours a week. I had an eight-hour-a-week marriage. I'd go home, I'd go to sleep. On days off, I was just useless. And he goes, this thing was just eating me alive. He said, we're making money, but to do what with? You know, so he was trying to, and he said, so the restaurant itself was successful, but I was not a success with it. Typical restaurant story of the owner just dying while he's succeeding. But this place was killing it, and I loved it. So he closed it, and I hated him for it. And then he went over and did his real job, which was financial. And that's what he went to school for. And he's like, wow, all right. You've met him because he's Ohio State guy, right? So Jeff comes by, drops off this amazing, like the pot roast, mashed potato. The food has been unreal. Like I am, Country Club's got nothing on my Steelers Sundays right now between Eric's Family Barbecue and Jeff's place. So we get that done. Dale Hellestray's in the corner. I have him in my, I have a giant Steelers jersey for giant people that show up. I was going to say, how many How many of those do you have? I mean, because. I got like uh, probably 32 total jerseys. How many big boy jerseys? Two. Two, okay. And one for Dale. <laughs> one for Brady, but he's not on it. Two. One for, one for Dale, one for Brady. It's shortened so, up. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I trimmed it. It's a crop top on everybody else. <laughs> so Dale's in the corner. Jeff's wearing uh, my Mean Joe Green shirt, and they're talking about the restaurant and things like that. And then I hear Dale go, oh, Johnny, you're this guy. I'm like, what? And he said, uh, you know, your friend here's a Cowboy fan. I'm like, hey, he's wearing the Steeler gear, but I know deep down he's Ohio State and he grew up a Cowboy fan. And I said, I'm a big Cowboy fan, too. 
And uh, so Jeff finds out Dale, the no idea, plays for the Cowboys at one point for like got three rings with him. And, Je- and, D- and Dale calls me over, introduce me to him properly, tell him who I am. <laughs> and so I start to tell him, I'm like, well, there's this Make-A-Wish Foundation that, you know, I, I ran into Dale. He's kind of a, a Make-A-Wish for Giants where they get to hang out with their idols. And he the lost me, cowboy. That's enough, Johnny. Tell him the truth. I'm like, this is Dale. He drafted by the Bills. Uh, they didn't want him anymore. The Cowboys took a flyer on him. He was a long snapper. And I said, Jeff, you were a huge fan, right? Huge fan of the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Like in the heyday, the Super Bowl years, the 90s. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you have any idea who that is? No, not at all. And he said, I don't even know his name. And I said, if I told you his name, you think you'd know it? And he goes, I think so. I knew all of them. And I'm like, Dale Hellestrain. He goes, nothing. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> Dale, you're the only cowboy he doesn't know on the Super Bowl team. You shut down up. It's a setup. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like he said, and it just ate him alive. the jersey off. Because once he found out that guy was a cowboy fan, Dale was thinking, oh, I'm in. Watch how yeah. the confetti flies fan over boy. me. The fanboy situation. And even after, I'm like, you, uh, like I said, Jeff, Google him. It's real. Like, it's really a guy who played for him. And I look over and Jeff's Googling Dale in the corner. He's like, yeah, he played. That's a real guy. I'm like, I told you. Never heard of him. Of course you haven't. Of course not. So I thought I knew every player on those teams. Like, you didn't. You fr- nobody remembers the long snapper. There's many championships. The Steelers, the only one I remember, I think the Steelers had a guy named Greg Warren who was a long snapper for years. I don't know if he was on the championship teams. I think he was on one. Who knows? Nobody knows the long snapper. It was fantastic watching Dale sink into that giant mound of a body. And he was only there for the food. Because I told him, I said, I have a buddy who, uh, I said, if you're not doing anything Sunday, I don't know if you sit and watch Cowboy games and try to remember what it was like to be somebody. So you can come by. And he came over. For, and all he did was, when is the food getting here? Don't worry about it, man. And then he called all of my friends ugly. <laughs> he sit, he sits across from everybody. Look at this ugly bunch. I'm like, yeah, you think your view is bad. You should see what we're looking at. We're staring at you. <laughs> it was great. It was a hilarious day. Uh, to make up for the fact that the Steelers are terrible. Yeah, they, they got a good defense. But, man, it's going to be a long year for me, too. We're all in it together. Seahawks, take a yes. loss yesterday. That was rough, but... We're all in it together as far as yeah, uh, these teams. Yeah, the only one that won was the Bears, and I'm not sure you can even be proud of the win. That's just because somebody had to win that game. Yeah, That's some, the yeah. only reason. <laughs> and, uh, or, or take Brady's approach and just at the end, be even. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's even. Uh, it was Aside from that, all I could pay attention to this weekend, because none of it makes sense to me, is the Gabby uh, Tostino. What's her name? Po- Potito? Potito. Uh, that story makes like the, le- the least amount of sense ever. Aren't they both gone now? They can't find oh, him. Oh, yeah, but who's the investigator on this that knew he, this is the last person we know she was with? He goes home, and they lose track of him? Yeah. Look, One interview. Wasn't someone's job to keep an eye on the last guy with her? Yeah. And now he's off in some preserve in Florida or something. He's like, where he is? I, I don't know. He left his mom's Disappeared. house. Disappeared. And he's been gone since Tuesday. His parents won't talk. He's bad at hiding stuff, so I can't imagine he's going to hide himself very well because they found her real fast. I, I, and the YouTubers... It's a. It's going to be a great Dateline, but the YouTubers that were just tooling Either around that had the that, were they sleuths or were they just playing around? And then the the van was in the background. Oh yeah, that because I think they be, they were goofing yeah. around and like the and they see the van they were looking for. Like when was that? And like August twenty seventh. And like all right, now we know where they were then. They can timeline it. The last time that this girl was seen, pretty much confirmed, was with this dude. 
And it, she was saying, we're in a fight, and it's bad, and she's crying, and I don't with know what... With cops. With the police. Yeah. It's a police camera. It's yeah. a chest cam that's getting this girl to say things aren't good. And they're like, all right, well, we'll keep an eye on him for an hour or so, and then whatever he does, he does. And he goes... Oh no! Like, what were they doing? Like a month-long trip in some strange windowless van? Yeah, they were gone for a long. In yeah, one of those sprinter vans. And then like, he comes like an Amazon delivery yeah, he, van. Exactly. He comes back without her, and then nobody's talking, and they lose track of him. Like he's the guy. He did it. Like it's the most obvious thing ever. It's more obvious than OJ. OJ was like had at least some nuance in like his story. It was like maybe he did fly to Chicago that night. Why are his hands all chopped up? I don't know. Those golf ball chips are brutal. But yeah, Body found. Yeah, oh yeah, they found and confirmed it already. So, but they can't find him. And you'd think, like if Brett, if Brett came to us, and I don't want to be a rat, Brett, but if you came to us and went, remember that girl I was traveling around that thing with? Like, yeah, she's missing. Like, what? well, yeah, I was the last one to be seen with her with the police. Oh, yeah? I'm going to keep my eye on Brett for a little <laughs> bit. And if he just stopped showing up to work, I'd be like, and the police know about you. Why are they not all over this? This is easy. They did a story uh, on a LA news channel that uh, about this, and then they said, and this reminds us of a story. And then they show a picture of a girl who is unattractive, and it just goes to show you. Uh, we've always talked about this: how the United States only cares about blonde, hot, missing girls. This girl was really unattractive, and it was so sad because they just went through this Gabby Petito story. And then they're like, it reminds us of the, you know, the story out in San Bernardino or wherever it was, where this girl's been missing for two years with no leads, and nobody's like, there's been zero interest in it at all. They showed her, and you're like, well, I don't know if I want to find that. That's like, that's just that's what they felt. Oh, don't put that picture up. Nobody's gonna look for that. The poor girl is not attractive. But you put that on the. But you put this beautiful thing, this blonde, which you know looks like she works out a little bit. She's in great shape. The picture of her talking to the cop. She's got no bra on. I mean, this is what people notice. And if you, you know, everybody saw that. Oh, let's see that picture. Yeah, get the video. You haven't seen the video of her crying to the police? And she's very, she's her braless, and that's where I'm in. Fighting. There's a chill in the air. That's what we look for. That's what America cares about. Oh, it's just terrible John would say that. Oh, if go, nope. There's, we have one in Phoenix, another one. Two years ago, some girl went missing. Zero leads, hardly any coverage. And they did a they did a thing on that like where this mom, like started screaming. I've been in this situation. I look at me, look at me. My daughter's still not found. Yeah, let me see a picture of your daughter. Oh, sweet Jesus! We're not looking for that. <laughs> you consider yourself lucky. You don't have to see that anymore. Like the only thing we we care about as a nation are when hot girls go missing. Chris Rock used to have that story about was it Elizabeth Smart went missing on the exact same day that little black girl in Philadelphia got kidnapped and chewed her way through the drywall. To get her... To get out. To get out. And the story is unreal, and no one knows it because the picture of her is... 20 states. But she wasn't a sweet, hot blonde. All looking after Amy. Yeah. Every, everybody's looking for... The, the hot blonde's missing. Where? Utah. All right. I want a, a Wyoming, Montana. Everyone's looking for her. I guess it's easier to ask Idaho, Montana, Wyoming... Uh, you know, to be interested in a missing white blonde girl. Yeah. Because they care about that. Then they would ever, like, a Mexican kid's missing in Wyoming. It's like, okay. Well, good luck with that. They can find their way around pretty well. well I, I, he'll figure it out. Yeah, that we don't care. But this story is pretty fascinating. Mainly not because, and it's tragic, because clearly this, this girl was murdered. 
But the guy that's missing, nobody kept an eye. Like, that would be investigator detective 101. Keep an eye on that guy. We know where he lives. We know where he went. Keep an eye on that guy. No, he's in the Everglades or something. I don't know where he went. He went in some forest. And it's huge, evidently. So they got this search party out for him. We're pretty sure the guy who killed her is in there. We should have probably kept an eye on him. Just could take a little longer. Do you t- and then the family just handed the cops a note. Here, talk to our lawyers. We're not answering anything. They're like, he's not a suspect. This isn't a crime. Here. They're like, well, you're making yourself look pretty awful right now. Before Abe. that, we just want Brian back. We love him. Yeah, we want Brian yeah. back. And then she right. said the thing, Brian isn't missing. He's hiding. Right. Oh, Oops. All right. Well, we should have kept an eye on Brian then, shouldn't we? He's not missing. He's hiding. Any other questions? Like, doesn't that seem suspicious to you? No, sometimes he hides. Just hide. It'll all go away. <laughs> just Let hide. Let this blow over. People will forget about your murder. Hide. Hello, Twitter world. I'll tell you what. Hiding was a good idea. I tried to hide in the back of AC's car and helicopters caught me. That's hiding was the idea. He was going to go to Mexico and hide, but he's OJ. Didn't really pan out. And we had our eyes on OJ the whole time. Where is he? They call him. They fly him back. We're going to keep our eyes on you. We're pretty sure you did it. Well, I'm just going to go to Mexico then. No, no. We're going to follow you everywhere. OJ couldn't take a step outside, and they they weren't sure at that time with OJ. They're kind of like, we're pretty sure we're not sure. We can't make a mistake here. They still followed him around. This dude just up and disappears. It's an amazing, it's going to be a great, I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's a good Dateline special. And I love me a good Dateline special because I need to know what this road trip was about. And then the complete snap, it seems like. Well, yeah, it had to be, evidently. Something, was, something wasn't right. And she's sitting there telling the cops they've been fighting the whole time. And then, and then it ends like this. Yeah, these stories are, are, are made for media. Because they're pretty. The, the dude looks kind of bad. You know what I mean? He's got that weird kind of... He looks like me with AIDS, actually. He's kind of an AIDSy version of me. But it's not... It's shorter. Not, I think what I'm saying is she was. not photogenic. Gives the opportunity for the public to go, what was she doing with him in the first place? He looks like a loser. So we start and making, they have been. Yeah, we make judgments based on why they were together. He's He did it because he's a bad... And, and then you find out later, maybe he didn't. Maybe these YouTubers did it. Maybe the YouTubers are the one that killed him and... Threatened Brian. You say something. Threw him in the woods. You're dead. Well, we're, they're going to find him hanging in a tree in the woods. He's hiding. There's no way he comes out of this alive. If, if he told his parents, I'm going to go hide, and they're like, we'll cover for you. That's a good Italian family. Of course. You think your parents would rat you out? No. Mathia goes missing. They find her body, and they're like, Brett ain't there. I know nothing. Brett ain't here. He's hiding. I know nothing. He's just hiding. <laughs> so it's a thing. Missing white woman syndrome. Karen is just sent us this. It's a real thing. The term used by social scientists and media commentators to refer to extensive media coverage, especially in television, of missing person cases involving young, often conventionally attractive, white, upper-middle-class women or girls. Heck yeah. The rest... Because guess why? Not so much. The media knows who they're talking to, and the majority of the country you know who to rile up and is middle-class whitey. And when the news has something that scares them, they watch. So when when you're just dealing with volume and numbers, you say, "Hey, by the way, this could happen in your neighborhood because this is just this is normal. Like this isn't an inner city thing. This is and it scares how everybody. many boyfriend girlfriend road trips got canceled? All after of last them, week? Oh, every yeah. one of them, <laughs> all of them. Going we're gonna drive around for four the months. First we off, are. we're gonna get a job is what we're gonna do. Who has that 
freedom. When I was 22, if I'd have told my dad, me and Jackie are going to go drive around the nation. It's like, you're getting a goddamn job, deadbeat. You're not doing that. I'm going to come back and I'll work then. Well, they were blogging it or vlogging it, John. So they were that's their trying to social media following. I don't think that's their job. Well, they the might only, have been trying to I'll tell you how they would have gone viral. Just film the ending. Well, they filmed everything else. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so let's see the vlog. There might not have been. Love of my life vlog. Nobody cares about that garbage between some girl and some aidsy me. What a cliffhanger they left us on. Yeah, you know, yeah it's no, it ridiculous. It's like the end of a season of Dallas, for Christ's sake. What happens next year? Here we go with the tone. Uh-oh. So weird hearing John, who is pro-law enforcement, not give one crap about due process or innocence until proven oh, guilty. I, I am. Yeah. I, I am. I I'm saying an investigator would normally right. keep his eye on that. I do think yeah. due process, part of it is he's kind of someone of interest. That's what that's what's called person of interest. I'm a huge cop fan. But I'll tell you right now, the cops are sitting there saying, why was nobody keeping an eye on him? Not not arresting him or well, anything else. And that cop you can do that. body cam was over an hour of footage. Right. And they ended up blaming her because she said she started the fight. Right. And they separate. Look, most guys are going to side with the dude driving. Mm-hmm. That the woman on the road trips driving. Crazy. Him nuts. Yeah, and they said no crime had been committed. That part I'm not worried about. The fact that he drove back, and then they report the body 11 or 10 days later, and they're like, "You were the last one to be seen with." That's that's just basic good police work yeah. to say you're the last one with her. We need you to stick around for a little bit. We're going to have some questions. You can law- lawyer up all you want, but to have him disappear and nobody knows that's just. A mess. John, the argument was about vaccination status. He was never vaccinated, so guess what? Not going to find that dude. He's <laughs> lost in Florida. Can't track him. And nobody's turning him in. I'd turn I'd turn your ass in. I would rat you out for this one because I want to be part of the Dateline special. <laughs> I want to wait. Keith Morrison come up and go, and then his friend at work decided that it was time to let everybody know where Brett was. Brett's at uh, Camelback. I know what cave he's in. And we went in there. Sure enough, was Brett Fessley. Laying in a puddle of his own urine. I understand where he's the last one you ever made, though. I'll tell you that, pal. (laughs) I just got threatened by the guy that didn't kill anybody. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He just threatened me. You heard it. You heard him threaten me in this hypothetical situation where it actually made Brett worry. You shouldn't kill Mathiah. Well, good. At least I I saved her life. (laughs) I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. If there's any cops around, keep an eye on Brett. Make sure he doesn't go hiding on this fake murder. I'd rat all your asses out. Brady goes on a road trip and comes back without Ronnie. Where is she? What? Don't I don't know. Where are you going? I'm gonna hide. I'm like I, you did it. What I got another hide? road there trip. Yeah. Here, okay. This is. This yeah. Is, that's this what I was saying. Good. Yeah. Yeah. She's an attractive girl. There she's crying yeah, to the cops. Brawless too. Yeah, brawless. That's uh, a thing. I was at Tame Impala on Saturday. So uh, you did go. Young girls. You did, huh? Yeah. It was a nightmare. It's a Pink you Floyd show. Side? It's a Pink Floyd show. You have to be. I was the only one not on Molly there. It was like everybody has to be high to enjoy. I like the music, but you don't even see the band. The lights are going uh, into the audience, the entire lasers and crazy so stuff. You're like clubbing. Yeah, well, it was not clubbing so much. It's like an ethereal, weedy. There's no. It's not like a dance band. It's this Pink Floyd type thing, and this the lights and the lasers and stuff. I'm like, ah. Oh, I should do drugs. This is an acid trip, and I'm not prepared. I, I, I had a Alex, Bud Light. I'm not going to do any damage with that. I told Alex that you had tickets and you weren't going because it's too far away. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, 
Oh, I want no, him. Like, you haven't, you haven't yeah. done anything to earn yeah. any ticket for anything. <laughs> no. You're going to disappear. That kid would have just started the greatest acid habit of all <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. I mean, if you have a kid that went Contact to that, high. if you had a good kid. He did. He had a couple buddies that were there. They were blonde, gone. I'm looking around at people just st- staring at the ceiling. and It made me an idiot. I'm like looking up going, what am I missing? What's up there? There, I'm looking at nothing. Whatever they, the dragons they were looking at weren't in my mind. But yeah, everybody at that thing was caked. Just kicked. I was just kind of in a crap mood, so I just sat there and enjoyed the music. Like, well, this isn't what I expect. And I have a Bud Light. <laughs> they don't sell acid here. You, you're supposed to. There should be tabs of acid with each Bud Light sale if you're going to put this show on. And they're really good. Although I will say, uh, Kevin Parker, the the main guy in Tame Impala, like the guy, uh, has the stage presence of Stephen Hawking. Like, there's, <laughs> every time the music would stop, hello. Good eye, Phoenix. How are you? The best. Uh, you're the best audience we've had on this tour so far. <laughs> and the crowd's like, Wah. "I'm not kidding. That's true. It's real." Phoenix, you are. I mean it. Wonder why we've never come here before. Um, it's been great, Phoenix. And then the crowd's like, "All right, you said it. That's like the sixth time you said it. You're getting a pop out of because audiences cheer for their city name for some reason." Um, One, two, three. Hey, right, you guys ready for the next song? Ready for the next song? Yeah, that's why we're here. Well, the audience is resounding. No, keep saying words. It's funny because all, all the times we've done stage announcements, all these shows and stuff, it usually has Phoenix in big letters right, right on the floor by down. the singer, so you know where the hell you're at. Yeah. The only thing it did, it made me want to go to another one of his shows. Go, hey, Austin. So far, you're the best audience on the tour. Yeah. You're the best. <laughs> seriously, I mean it. But they were really good. It's just that was a that was an acid show. That was a full on, at least some. You know, some of that weed from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that Brad Pitt smoked that that hippie dipped in acid first, you know. <laughs> some some sort of drug was necessary to enjoy that show. Some kind. Not Bud Light. I enjoy Bud Light. It's a nice drink, but not for that. Much stronger element needed to be coursing through Missing my system. Missing part of the Impala. Oh, tons. <laughs> yeah, Tame Impala is good, but that would have been a whole lot different had I... Uh, would have been the best band ever. Yeah, had I scorched a little Molly and maybe taken a, a load off of somebody's acid-dipped LSD weed. But they're still really good. And then that just makes you feel like you're a thousand years old. Everybody else is, you know, grabbing the starlight and dusting. And they're feeling, oh, look, I've got it in front of me, too. I'm like, yay. I don't see. I just have a Bud Light. Everything is clear. Why do you keep petting my face? <laughs> I'm cogent. I don't, uh, this is hard to watch. Yeah, a lot of people touching. The Molly was getting all these people touching, girls touching. Nobody has a bra on, though. Not a soul. Not one young girl wears a bra, which good for you. But, hey, ladies, eh, wait 10 years. It's going to backfire. <laughs> Those things do. They save you up until about 50. Then there's nothing you can do. The horrors of aging will attack a woman. But the 20s, if you're not wearing a bra, your 30s are a little less impressive. Your 40s are just right out, and your 50s are useless. You become you become an old dairy cow in your 50s by the, if you're not wearing a bra in your 20s. And they seem okay with it. There's also two shapes of people between the age of 18 and 30. Round potato or skinny girl who tries. There's potato shape. And they have the, the potato shape girls have less shame. They're in, this, this Lizzo generation has no problem saying, I'll just wear, I'll expose my stomach. <laughs> Didn't do that. <laughs> Didn't do that. Fred's commentary is <laughs> correct. Visual yeah. Immediately. Oh, there's a load of them just like, I don't care. My stomach's out. I'm like, man, shame, shame. Person of interest. God, I wish I was a person of interest. 
or even just a little bit interesting, sign Frank Kellyanne. <laughs> Kellyanne to take a hit for no reason. Yeah. I don't get that. I'm not a, I'm not a private investigator. I'm not a detective. I'm not a cop. But I'm pretty sure I'd keep an eye on that Brian kid for a couple days after this thing broke. Well, and didn't some couple say they picked him up hitchhiking? I didn't hear that. I think that was part of the story, too. Help He's them, hitchhiking? Help him get home. Well, he's an get idiot. Home. Oh, get him, get him back from the I car to so. Florida. I think so. Yeah, because he got back to Florida on like September 1st. And yeah. then they're like, well, where's that girl? It's like, uh, she's, she's right behind me. She should be showing up yeah. any day now. She's got the car. On the 11th, 10 days later, they're like, she's in the car. She's missing. <laughs> you got any video over? No, but the cops do because we got pulled over and we got yelled at for a while. Ooh, forgot about and that. And this was the last time anybody saw you two together? Uh huh. Yeah, you are a person of interest. And those YouTubers are people of interest, too. Because they were in the same weird, isolated area. Oh, it's such a story. But it is. Missing white woman syndrome is a real thing. You realize how hot you have to be as a Mexican or a black person to go missing and have America care? It's hard. I mean, it's true. It's a real thing, a social real thing. Because the media only plays to the majorities. And the majority of this nation is white. So it's an easy story to sell. And as a matter of fact, we just got that email. Eric Marino wrote it. If the dude was black or Mexican, they would have never lost him. Every <laughs> white people. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's very true. If, if she was dating a black guy, they'd have caught him before she died. <laughs> you were doing something terrible. The cops had him on the side of the road in detain Utah. detain you for yeah. a while. He'd have been arrested for being black in Utah. <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you doing with this gorgeous white girl? This blonde? Are you Mormon? No. We're going to change all that. <laughs> What are you doing here, Lamont? Like, first off, <laughs> she's she my that. girlfriend. Uh-huh. What? She's not a Kardashian. She's not dating you. Turn around, ma'am. Oh, no, she's not. Oh, my God. Son. This is not your type. <laughs> this girl does not do, like, a thousand pound squats. What are you? I ask again, Lamont. Yeah, that, that, this girl would have been alive and well if the boyfriend was black. And the black guy probably had no intention of killing her. But the aids looking me. Ah, off you go then. She seems pretty distraught. You kids get back in this windowless van and drive around. They let them loose. This is our 20-minute-old concert announcement. Oh! Ghost and Volbeat together next year. What's the date? Oh, Uh, when do we get it? Trying to find it. Here it is. There it is. March March 1st. All right. Downtown. I got Ghost and Volbeat March 1st. Dua Lipa on March 25th in Vegas. Because I'm not going to the one here. It's on the weekday. I need to absorb me some Dua. A busy week for you. That's a busy month, man. I got to find a couple more shows in March. Isn't that the month that uh, Rage Against the Machines back to? Finally, God, I don't know. Man, who, who knows? knows? Yeah, yeah, that one may I not ever happen. Tickets for so long for that. Well, if we're not all dead of COVID, I'm going to that. Uh, yeah, everybody, and that and that was the other thing about Tame Impala. Demanded that you go. You had to have your vaccine card or a proof of a negative test, and it's a mask show. So being a compliant, you know, I don't want to stir it up, kind of thing. I go get the thing, you know, the show the card, no big deal. They put a stamp in your hand, I can't wash off. I've tried for two days, so that's mm-hmm. kind of still there. Uh, and then. Stamp has the Molly. Yeah, probably. There's something on that stamp that everybody got. So we don't want everybody to make contact. We're going to give you a stamp that's been touching everybody else's hands uh, the uni- universal aid stamp. So they go in the thing, and I'm, nobody's got a mask on. They took it off immediately. Tame and Paula didn't care. Rebel Lounge says now that you got to wear a vaccine, got to have your vaccine card. Starting to today is yeah. the, everybody has to, like pretty much all the venues now yep. are mask yep. or, or uh, yeah. I'm sorry, vaccination or test within like the three negative days. test, yeah. yeah. Pain, yes. It wasn't that bad actually Saturday, but the line evidently earlier, I got there right sports? before they went on. It'll come. That's going to happen next. Depends on uh, 
how the NFL goes. They'll be last in line. They always are. But yeah, those, the venues are saying it's mostly the performers that are demanding. Yeah. So expect that. For, except that the D backs games, there's not enough people there. Yeah, even, no, that's know, the safest. If you don't want COVID, if you don't want COVID, the D backs game is the safest place for you to go. There's absolutely no chance of you catching a single thing at all at a D backs game. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Uh, it's 585-9800. That's the number. You give it to us. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Ah, football talk. That's all it is. Loads and loads of football talk. Talking about Brady text me Saturday. His team won by 20 points. Long season for the Buckeyes. They got some uh, figuring out to do on that yeah. defense. You don't like that team. You're not a fan of the Ohio State team this year. No, it's just... it. Nothing special. No, no, no. They're loaded with talent. They're just so young. It's just going to be a long season. Yeah. I think everyone had, you know, you're used to this. Sure. They're rolling in there. They're, they've got to go through these uh, woes right Which now. Which is the reason why I hate college football. They were given the opportunity to lose the season by being ranked third yes. to start. And this is not a this is not the third best team in the nation. No. But a team that, like, ASU loses to BYU somehow. You know, they're the ones who, uh, you get them around 20, 25, you know, like anything can happen. We're, we're thinking these guys might have some potential. You put a team at three, it's their job to drop out of the top 20. And it's going to take two losses, three losses to do it. You put a team out of the thing, and they win 10 games in a row. But because nobody saw them as great at the beginning of the year, they're not going to be in the end. I always look at that Boise State team from years ago. Yeah. When that was like nobody thought they were anything, and then they end up going twelve and zero. And you're like, yeah, but they're Boise State. Yeah, but just because you didn't like them early in the year, and then they went off and played Oklahoma and beat them for God's sakes. It was amazing in the bowls. Like they could have competed. You just never gave them a chance. But college will have its day. I, uh, in college football was uh, very passive. I went to uh, I went on a bike ride Saturday with my friend Mark. This is the last. This, by the way, this is the last week with my left hip. It goes away Friday, so. I'm, with a bang. All right, Caleb. Yeah, today, if I don't have any doctor's visits, yeah, old Caleb Hip <laughs> is going to wander off to the uh, Tactical Black and take as many kicks as I can to send this thing off in glory. I'm sure I can't sleep and it hurts all the time, but why not kick it out of uh, its its world? Try to play a little pickleball, get some basketball in. Let's, let's abuse it. It's like going to the dentist. I'm going to eat a box of Oreos before my cleaning. I'm getting my money's worth. So, uh, yeah, so I went on this bike ride Saturday, and we went down to Tempe Town Lake. Went around the lake, and on our way back, Mark's like, uh, let's hit Oso on the way back because it's on the canal, so we can go to Oso. I'm like, all right, let's grab a beer at Oso. So, uh, Stevings and I roll into Oso, sit down at the bar. There's like no, it's packed, but there's no noise. Like, all the games are, like, everybody's high. Being a Tame Impala was like the same thing. <laughs> like, nobody really, I don't think anybody's really enjoying the West Virginia, Virginia Tech game that's on, but they seem that Big they, upset. They feel that they have to go to it. Like, they have to be part of this thing. People in Ohio State shirts, a girl in a Florida shirt. Like, they're all dressed in their teams that aren't playing. And I'm like, this is odd. And then I'm like, well, the Florida game must be coming up. So Alabama starts playing Florida. And that girl leaves. <laughs> I'm like, weren't you here for the... Okay, I don't get it. So I'm in a, I'm in my 98 KUPD. I never wear KUPD clothes with, like, my name on it or Holmberg or anything. It's weird. It's like being in the band and wearing the band shirt. So I don't wear KUPD uh, HMS stuff. I don't wear our things. But I did have an into the pit shirt on. Marcus Mink's show about toilet sounds. <laughs> um, so I have my into the pit shirt on, and I'm sitting at the bar and I have a beer. And the dude walks by and he goes, "That is a great shirt." And I realized at that very moment that I'm an into the pit bigot because I thought, "Oh boy, well this guy's definitely gonna put boogers or something." In my-. Like I, did, I, I assumed he was up to no good. Like nobody who likes that music 
is should have a food handler's permit. It shouldn't be a thing. So uh, as my Into the Pit shirt started to do its magic, I got uh, an IPA. It's like 11.30 in the morning, 12 maybe, sipping away on the IPA, chatting. We're about to hop back on the bikes, had a couple of them in. And uh, he's like, hey, I just want to get you guys this. Gave us a, a caramel apple pie with ice cream and some donuts. And I'm like, this isn't a movie to <laughs> into the pit. Hey, here's some caramel apple pie for your... Uh, like, well, that's because we were joking around. Because I kept telling Mark how fatty. Well, there's a bridge we went over. It said, uh, mustn't exceed 33, 33 tons. And I'm like, Mark, you better go around. So he, so we joking about it. But we get there, and I'm like, uh, yeah, my friend here is going to have that caramel apple pie and some donuts. I'll just... I'll have a kale salad, but I'm probably not going to eat. But we brought the donuts and the apple pie thinking we were serious about it. I devoured that apple pie. It was fantastic. So I apologize to all the fans of devil music. I didn't realize you were uh, also down for a good old uh, grandma's apple pie in the middle of the day on a Saturday afternoon. It was weird. Like, he should have brought me something on fire. He gave us shots, too. He goes, here you go, some shots. I'm like, oh. And Mark's like, oh, we're going to die on the ride back. And we've already done 30 miles. We've got seven to go. This is brutal. I'm like, yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, the shots were uh, like a pink lemonade. It was the, It was not into the pit fandom. And he gave you a feather boa on your way out. Uh, might as well. And then the bill comes, $7.60. What? And Stebbie's was paying because I didn't bring my wallet. I'm like, Mark, the KUPD celebrity just got you a free meal. It's going to cost me more because now i got to tip him like 30 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's true. But he did. He threw him a big tip. And uh, we left, and I'm like, that was not into the pit behavior. He should have brought me like a... A, a severed head or a something. A severed head yeah. and a plate of gruel. Like, that's... <laughs> Love that shirt, bro. I'm like, you're an Into the Pit guy? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm like, awesome. Mark, we got to go. We never thought Into the Pit would score you anything score anywhere. Me caramel apple pie, <laughs> delicious vanilla. Marcus. Uh, yeah, French vanilla ice cream. I text Marcus, and I'm like, hey, thanks to your fans, I got a delicious caramel apple pie and some French vanilla ice He's cream. He's been there every day since. <laughs> I'm sure. Discount. It was strange, but he was a super nice guy. According to you, John, that guy is a plumber. You just oh, yeah. had a plumber make you a pie. <laughs> I know. You're a Into the Pit bigot, too, sir. <laughs> I'm the same because I thought, oh, God, this guy's hands are filled. Immediately, I thought his hands were dirty. They're not, but I thought they were. Like, they've been in places they shouldn't. Like, he was fisting something in the last 12 hours that I don't want to know about. Like, he has some contraption in his house. That's what I think of all into the pit people. Their houses aren't furnished. They're like layers with, you know, Iron Maidens and, like, spray paint walls. Like, like roadkill. Like they've seen coyotes on the side of the road and they pick them up and they go home and they bang them. That's what I think of Into the Pit people. Like they've got them splayed out and there's their sex animals and like they've got all there's sorts of... a bunch of, of putty on their car. <laughs> oh, their cars. If they still have a car, it's got putty on it. It's 78 Camaro, you know, yeah. Bondo doors and everything. they got Hester Moffat's head in a big jar that's formaldehyde. They're making a suit out of some lady's skin. That's what I think of into the not caramel apple pie and delicious French vanilla ice cream for free. I thought you'd like this. Have you heard the new Cannibal Corpse? I'm like, no, stop it. It's you, splendid. I need I need my stereotypes to be true so I know how to judge a situation. Now knock it off. And at Oso for it, even I mean I never I never thought they would let anybody in there listen of to course not. into the pit, let alone. Work I've been there. to Oso a couple times and there are people like, hey, listen to the show, and I'm like, we're normal. Like right. this is yeah. you can listen to this and not be a murderer. You can't listen to Into the Pit and not be guilty of some massive they stay in the major closet. Violent crimes. Yeah, that's a good shirt. You don't bring man. it up, and I had my end of the picture, and I thought people would judge me, but nobody knows what it is. I'm like nobody knows what this is. Into the pit, LSU fan. Immediately, man. yeah, maybe that's what they thought. I was at the pit, in Louisiana.
Nope. Dude knew what it was immediately. Brought me an apple pie for it. They text Megan. and I'm like, hey. Put your uh, end of the pitch shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the free apple pie and ice cream today, Satan. <laughs> That's strange. Can you at least drizzle some blood on this so I know you're authentic? This is too... This is sweet. It's like the softer feminine side of Into the Pit. I don't want that. I brought you some fingers. Real human fingers. I'm like, thank That makes sense to me. And a coffee, because everybody in Into the Pit drinks coffee, because the sun makes them feel funny. <laughs> yeah, vampire. That's what I need. I didn't need but, so yeah, that'll be it. And then the hip holds up on the bike. It's great. It's the walking thing that sucks. And then, but today I'm going to try to go get kicked a whole bunch with this bone and hit, it, hit, it. hit it hard tony's gonna have a field day just <laughs> kick me in the hip as hard as you can and let's just do this like i don't i'm not even gonna kick back because it hurts to kick you have at it and then five weeks from now when i get the right one redone kick that one out of its socket too i mean blow me up that's weird but this will be it so we're taking friday off so i can go in and have old man surgery at an early age and feel like a young man again. That's the good thing. The doctor told me that the other day. He's like, you're going to feel like you shaved off 20 years. He said, hey, it's, you, you don't realize how long you've been dealing with this oblong bone sitting in the wrong socket. He goes, and I guarantee you've been making concessions for 15 years. I'm like, no kidding. He said, yeah. He said, this is, this is a typical development issue that happens in people where you have the wrong size bone in the socket. And he goes, most of the time it's your 30s. You start feeling that. You're, you're in your 40s. You've got 10 extra years on this one. I'm like, no kidding, because that's some weird elephant man's disease. I got something wrong with me. You can tell by looking at me. I'm not 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, like, I'm Rocky Dennis. Just I'm, I'm one shaky car ride away from having been Rocky Dennis. That's essentially what he's saying. It didn't affect my head. Some would argue that. But it affected my femoral and uh, humeral bone. Uh, they're a little too big for the socket, so I'm all screwed up. Which so you'll fine. be running four seven four eight with the first one. By the second one done, you'll be down to about a four three. Brady, when I'm done with both of these, and by December when the PT that I've oh, and then I got I think I got Larry Nassard a little bit. Oh, yeah, because I got a nurse that uh, was curious about my physical therapy, and she must have squeezed my left buttock for like a minute, solid minute. You did got it, good. Did it feel better? Good muscle tone here. You're going to have no problems with this. I'm like, all right. How long you plan on squeezing that uh, loaf of bread, sister? Because this is nice. Were you wearing yeah. your Macs? I wasn't in my Mac Weldon. Oh. If I was, she'd still be there. I was going to say, Nurse Kristen must have taken yeah. care of you. <laughs> he was a big girl. No, this was just, you know, a little bit like trying to feel that I have muscle tone. I'm like, don't worry about it, baby. I'm, I'm loaded up with muscles. This is the last one you're going to have to build, the sphincter muscle. <laughs> this one seems to be... Oh. Tight. <laughs> Your hips are going to be tight. I'm going to boost up my claim and say by December, I can beat three quarters of China in a race. Oh. So as it turns out, I've been running with with wonky bones, and I'm still positive I could beat China in half. Half of China would go down in a foot race against me. Right now, I think three quarters of China beats me in a race because I can't move. My, like, my leg hurts a lot. So I'm pretty sure my status as China's no fastest runner. Like, right a, a billion and a billion and oh. Very, if I played it just right and got one billion that I know I could beat in a line, it would be very difficult. But if I get the the billion I could beat for sure, I could go one billion and oh within 
Uh, give me four weeks to beat a billion people in China. A hundred at a time. Hundred yard dash, I'd beat half of China in a hundred yard dash. Come December, three quarters of China, I would, I would beat you in a race. Done. I don't care how old you are. You go up into the mountains and find some of those tall ones, the cities. I would. I, it's two billion people. I could be. I could be half a billion and oh, for sure. Phenomenal. Guaranteed. Uh, give me a billion. I could be China. You don't have that kind of confidence in your skills. Do you think you could beat uh, almost all of China at tennis? That's a big claim. They like that tennis. I think you I can. I could do some damage. What's your record in China? <laughs> you, you played all of them. It's, uh, it's just fun to play this so you can say, I'd be 700 million and <laughs> like, you, like you'd have 700 million wins. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably. Isn't that right. awesome? You yeah. think that's about right? That's yeah. the over under on Brady's tennis wins in China. Seven hundred million wins. <laughs> See, and I would have I'd a billion. Buy it. I'd buy that. I do too. I'd it seems that. reasonable, right? Yeah. I'd, I'd I'd be victorious in a, in a billion foot races. And I'm saying that with a like a dead straight face. I'm positive that I could do this. Right. How many How many Chinese could you beat in a foot race? Not at once, because that would just be a stampede. Yeah. Uh, I go half. It's a billion. You'd be a billion. Have a billion wins under your belt. Oh, about a half, yeah. After my performance in the walk, I'll go a quarter. <laughs> oh, you could be ah, yeah. Please, if there's a, a Chinese person in that walk, you'd be you'd be a billion Chinese in a foot race. Will my hips get better? <laughs> Forget it. Because you got to consider that there's a chunk of them that are kids and a chunk of them that are old. That's right out. I'm surprised. I think it. I forget what the uh, over forty age in China is really. It's super high. Yeah, old people everywhere out there. You got to figure a few of them have the thing I got, where they don't even know that their bones aren't the right uh, fit. Like they got the wrong metric. Like my my the the long bones are metric, and the other ones are standard. My 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 hip <laughs> sockets are standard. I'm trying to make Slightly them fit. Off. I'm trying to make them fit, but they don't. And it's turned into a disaster. SAE and metric. There's all the stretching and stuff I can do is not going to change the fact that, yeah, I got SAE and metric trying to make it make magic, and it's just banging into each other. Yeah, a billion of them. India? Oof. A couple billion Indians, too. Fo- so Foot dirty. race, but there's... Well, not the... Foot race, that was wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, wrong. wow. The country, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're just running a lot of mud and stuff. That's <laughs> not mud. Um... <laughs> Put another billion on the board in India. Although they seem faster. I think they would be a lot faster. I think faster, they're faster, actually, yeah. i still beat a billion of them. Because there's women. So you got to also figure that. The population of 2 billion people, you got, let's say, 700 million women. That's a win. I can beat all of them. I'd go out and say I beat 90% of Chinese women in a foot race. The 10% I'd lose to, they're just a... Got the NBA players. Yeah, just a, they're just the athletes of China. I'm just going to lose to that. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm confident with this to the point where I could, if somebody wants to fund it, I'm in. Got to wait till December till I'm better. But this is it. Going out with a bang today with my uh, Monday through Thursday. Just going to destroy these things. I might just go hit it with a hammer a couple of times. See what happens. It's not going to be yeah, there. Not? It's not going to be there on Friday. Why not go in again? Get my money's worth. It was all cracked and broken. Yeah, cut it off. And I'm looking forward to this. The only thing I don't like about surgery are needles. Outside of that, they won't let me stay awake. I've asked a couple of times if I could do the waist down, can I watch my own surgery? And they won't let me do it. 
dying. Because they're going to throw Alex. you around like a rag doll. Well, the, the, the they don't want you. They're going yeah. to. They, they, they don't want you Hips aren't that bad. Uh, they they go into it. They do like a four inch cut on your leg. It's not that big. And I I looked. I've watched it about four four different ones online. Uh, make it an eight inch scar and get in there and be comfortable. This dude has to take this little four inch cut he makes yeah, make and puts his finger in there to find like where to clamp. There's the, and he's digging around and it's like stretching. I'm like, just keep keep cutting. Make it make it a reasonable pouch that you can get in and out of. And then he's struggling. He's got half the hip is hanging out. They saw off the top of it. They take a DeWalt or Milwaukee Tools drill, mm-hmm. pop it over the top of that thing, bore out the hole for the the, the clamp new, that the ball's ball. going to sit on. I'm like, that's this could be done in a dude's garage. Toledo's a woodworker. There's, uh, hey, they sand it. Hey, just make sure the batteries are charged. <laughs> they, they do a little <laughs> side sanding thing. to not have you know edges. <laughs> yeah, let's put that thing back in. They sew you back up, and you're done. It's easy. And I'm like, I want to watch that. Nobody ever says that. I'm like, I want to wander. Got to give you. And then they said, well, that's an epidural in your back. And I'm like, never mind. Oh, yeah. Put me out. Uh, the one that went into Don, I, oh. I swear to God, was 10 inches the long. Needles yeah. of, the needles of foot. It's, a, it's, a, it's amazing. I can't do it. The, the ones that they put in my legs that one time to shoot cortisone into my le- in my pelvis. And I looked up oh, at the. Oh, they did multiple on that one, too. I looked up at the wrong time. Because they gave me like a numbing shot and that didn't hurt. I don't like needles at all. And then my head lifted up and she goes, oops, somebody looked up at the wrong time. This skewer, this thing (laughs) that should have had like shrimp and green peppers on it. It just, she just, just sliding it. And then she takes the the palm of her hand and just pushes it down. It was like the murder scene in Saving Private Ryan when he just puts that knife in all the way. You coming out Horrible. the ass there, Doc? No, I think, where are we going? How long am I, by the way? And then they screw a little thing on there and start firing fluid in. And that just burns like nobody's business. But it was the, I hate needles. But when they said epidural, I'm like, that's a shot in the spine. I'm out. I'll walk around with bad hips before I get that again. I got a nerve block in my neck one. I almost cried. They had to give me extra Valium. This guy's a pussy. What's the matter with you? That old lady next door just did this thing. She didn't even whimper. <laughs> you're, you're like a little girl. Throat these, boy. <laughs> Here, take some more pills, pussy. You going to put that in my neck? Yeah, we're going to put it in your neck, just like the 90-year-old just had done. See her over there, the one laughing and having fun? She just had the same thing. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't have feeling anymore. Good Christ. Well, after this, we're going to wash your vagina and get you out of here. <laughs> when you left, you got your toy. <laughs> Go ahead, pick out a toy. You're good. <laughs> you did a good You're job. Good in the operation. Here's a highlights magazine and a, a minion. You've won a minion. Anyway, so I can't wait. Get that surgery all wrapped up. You guys get a free day off, you dicks. What are you going to do while I'm under the night? I'll be here that morning. Surgery kind of makes me also say I don't necessarily care if I wake up. I think that would be a nice way to go. Such a peaceful yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. It's like those and... moments like, you know what? This wouldn't be so bad. Like, I don't want to get hit by a car or have some heart attack or explode or something. I'd rather just have a surgery problem. Why there was complications. Because that way everybody that knows me gets rich. So my passing is actually kind of a lottery. <laughs> trickle down. Yeah, it trickles down. <laughs> Megan makes a fortune. And, uh, like, her life gets better, like, exponentially because I'm more valuable dead 
I'm sure there'd be some mourning, but I'm pretty sure once that check shows up, that's eased. John, I don't know why, but I hope the nurse is in your ear as you go under, just going, numma, numma, numma. Oh. I'm fine with that, too. By the by. What is that? What? If you what? want to practice analingus on me, go nuts. I have no idea what's going on. I'm not one of those suey types. Like, were you guys, I was dreaming that, that one of you guys was licking my bottom. Is that happening? Oh, yeah, we were working on that. We were talking about that because those doctors that were posting the uh, photos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Dave Eggleston, who does all those videos and, and uh, treatments of our pictures, Email and said his wife's like a nurse or something. She goes, all they do when they get together is talk about patients' dicks. Mm-hmm. Like, God dang it. There's no plumping up when you're under. That's true. I know for a fact, when I got my back thing, my surgery 10 years ago, and I went in on my back and woke up on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world happened here? Like, well, we had to get you over. I'm like, of course you did, but... What position was I in? I'm in a gown with no air. You're ass up. We, we have your ass up. We we're kind of aimed at the stars. I'm like, oh, God. So you guys saw everything. All, all of it was dangling out. My ass was. They had to inject the pain gel down my urethra for the oh. operation. Oh. I would die from that. Talk about no. humiliation. And I'm like, really? Tweezers? No, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, tweezers. I don't blame you. I'd have turned into an O'Reardon, too. <laughs> There's no way my my dick stands tall in that situation. You want to go in? Let's do this, player. My wang is hiding. It's like the it's Petito's boyfriend. It is hiding. We have to move all these pubes out and try to find your penis, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just shave it. Hopefully, we don't nick you. No, I. Oh, good lord! When the doctor told you that was what was going to happen, you didn't run. I away. didn't know that was going to oh, happen. Oh, he just did it. <laughs> He didn't like say? Like icing. What did you think was going oh. on when he's like, let me hold well, your penis for a second? I was getting that, uh, the straw removed. Mm. The... Oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> that's right. For those of you who don't remember, Brady used to stuff Eric's straws in his Eric's crazy straw. Yeah. That's right. We made him drink out of it. What? Brady used to take McDonald's straws and see how far he could get them in his urethra, and he had to have one removed once. Oh. No, that's not true. You had a shunt or something put in your penis. For, to widen his urethra to get stones out. Well, oh. no, it had to bypass. Because ah. after the... After I mean, the uh, he did. Oh. He did. Oh. Didn't you say you, you lost it's one? It's a catheter, you, basically. you heard yeah. it tink in the urinal, yeah. like, pink. Well, first Indiana no, 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 Jones that came one was out. Here. This one, uh, the, the reason why I had surgery, it was too big to pass. Right. Well, we so knew it was okay. We knew it was okay when you heard, Run, Marion! And, and <laughs> that shot out of Brady's urethra, and then the ball came out after. Oh, yours is yours is awful because oh, the penis. Nope, I don't even go. I don't even go to the doctor for it. I know it hurts. I know everything else, but you're braver than I am to go, Doc. Dick's broke. That's just how I die. I either pill up and go out, but I'm not going in there for. This is 08, and so I get you know I get ultrasounds every year to see if they're you know take a. Fill their protein base so that uh, helps them break them down, but you know, didn't the, work. Well, it has. It's been pretty good. It's been since '08. Sure, so since then. But yeah. I'm saying, but every then. time you go to the oh. ultrasound, there's always oh. one or two in there. There's one or two in the just waiting. It's in the lower. I'm like, so what's that mean? Well, they haven't done anything for the last any day now. Years. They just they monitor to see if it's growing. Oh. It's like those asteroids that are close Tick-tock. to Earth. You're not sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're just a time bomb. Do you go back in for more straws and gels in the wing? No, but You're, he was. Ne- doctor- no, I'm just saying. Would you? 
uh, I'm trying to do whatever I can to avoid that. But if, in fact, it clogs, do you do that? Yes. Oh, you're crazy. I would die from that. You shouldn't. You're, there's not enough of you that's worth living to have that happen twice. I only got you're, one under my belt. I'll tell you this. Your life's not that great. Check out. Ugh. Oh, your company is not worthy of uh, having to deal with that, Brady. By the way, our guy, Dr. Lin. Oh, yeah. Number one. Number one. All Asians say that about themselves. Ah, Dr. Lin, number one. Most clips than anybody. (laughs) Brady, please. (laughs) Dr. Lin, number one clips. Number one. All right, Dr. Lin. Most vasectomies. Also, best sweet sour shrimp. Number one, sweet sour shrimp. New time. (laughs) New time, number one. All right, Dr. Lin just cut it. 2006. He's phenomenal. He did my vasectomy, which is great. But he didn't put a needle in my urethra. That's where I draw the line. That's where I'm positive there's no God. (laughs) That's where I was right the whole time. And also, what am I? Like, hey, guess what I did so you guys get to keep hanging out with me. It's not worth it. And Holmberg went and had needles put in his dick so he could stay alive and be with us. I'm like, we don't like him that much. Nobody likes me that much. And the highlight of that is it's on a screen. Oh. And you can watch it slide out. Why? Oh, Brady. <laughs> and you do it again? For what? No, I don't want to. Right. Of course you don't want to, but you would. I wouldn't go in and do it. I'll yeah, take if there's some, a boulder uh, in there that has to be... No, it doesn't. What's going up? The, hopefully, it's a calcium all, base, and we can just shatter it with some sound. All waves. you do is call your insurance company and you say, "Hey, uh, what are the rules on suicide for the family? Like, how do I make it so they get the money? Why? I got a rock in my dick, and I'm not going back in for that." Gibraltar wants to come out. No one, no one wants you to have to deal with it, Brady. We've gotten plenty of you. You're a great person. That's enough. Don't, don't. It's like Ben Roethlisberger. You're hanging on too long. That's enough. You lay down and let that let that end peacefully. That wouldn't be bad, though, if they put you under and you never wake up. I think that's everybody's kind of dream to just go to sleep. So you think what about what Kevorkian was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And they take you to Kevorkian levels and then bring you back. And you're all right. And hopefully that does happen, that I wake up and everything's all right. But it does cross your mind because they talk about death so much. Like, well, you'd realize that with anesthesia, there's a chance you could die. Of course. And you do know. Read about anesthesia. I've told you this before. But you read about anesthesia, no one knows why it works. Scary. No one right. at all in the scientific community has any idea how or why it works. They just know it does. So the tests came back like, well, we can bring them back. I think mean, the vitals are still there. As long as his heart's beating and stuff, this dude doesn't feel it. We, sh- we turned him off. How? Huh? This stuff. <laughs> it just does the trick. They don't know... Why? Yet. Now, they've got more answers than they had 10 years ago. But when I was reading about anesthesia, and an anesthesiologist uh, at the house yesterday, I didn't even get into it with her, but I've talked to him before. I had dinner with a friend of mine whose wife's an anesthesiologist. She's like, yeah, there's no real rhyme or reason to this. We don't get it. We just know it does. We know how much it, we know how much it takes, and we know kind of the general ways to make it function, but we don't know why it's doing what it's doing. Every time in the oh, operating, man. bring the wizard in. Yeah, basically. It's like, yeah. like uh, put yeah. this together and hello. They should dress him up with the moons and the stars hats. I'm taking you to a place no one understands. Tame Impala show? No. Better. <laughs> yeah, and when they start explaining that to you at the thing, because a week before surgery, you start getting all the calls. And you understand you'll be under uh, general anesthesia and you're going to be um, taken, uh, uh, you'll be asleep for over two hours, and with that, I have to remind you, comes with the risk of death. <laughs> okay, 
Thanks. That's, Sign right here. You realize that's all I'm going to be thinking about now, right? What do these anesthesiologists go to school for then? They don't know how it works or why well, it they, works. They, they just know, show up or what? They know how to work it. Okay. They don't know what the stuff does. They educate them on high risk. Yeah, uh, they, 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 they educate them. They don't know them. why it does what it and does. They don't know why it's doing or how it shuts us off. They just know this is the stuff that does it, and here's the amount you need, and here's the here's the general. They're very well trained. I'm not saying they're crapshooting. Okay, anymore, all right. All but right. The, the general principle of anesthesia is still kind of a mystery. They get it. Sometimes but they it don't get take. why. Well, that's the fears that yeah. that you're uh, that they think it's the percentage. working. And you're asleep and it's they amazing. Think, yeah, and then you're sitting there like, I felt everything. Nobody that's not that's an old wives' tale. Doc, is that a laser? Yeah, nobody's ever had the anesthesia where they felt everything. Hey John, don't going. worry. Me had my hip surgery. I had to be cathetered seven times before I could pee on my own. What the? That's not hip surgery. They missed. That's what he says. They're way off. <laughs> they're way off. I don't know why you didn't be off. They're not even. For, they're, they're for hip surgery. My wang would it would have to be the warmest African day ever, <laughs> and I'd have a plump on hanging over to the side, and I still wouldn't reach where they're going to cut. What in the world did they catheter you for? And by the way, my limit for cathetering is is like the over under is way below seven. Handle <laughs> <laughs> says two. If a doctor says we got to go in again, okay, that's six, man. Well. Did it? How about one more? Like, no. You're done. John, please have him double check what you're there for. I went in for arm surgery, and I kid you not, the nurse came in saying to drop my pants because she had to shave me. We were both horrified oh, when, the, when the patient did do it? Work came back in oh. starting to put me under for my surgery. Because you'll do it. Like if Rachel? A do- yeah, that's if, Rachel says that. If a doctor... Oh, they did, oh that was a... You got Larry Nassar. <laughs> <laughs> you got Larry Nassar. Sorry, as a Rachel. I gotta save your bush. Sorry. <laughs> gotta make this a thing. Are you sure, Doc? Oh yeah, no standard procedure, baby. Ooh. Put him in the stirrups, baby. This looks like a paper cut. <laughs> once you get rid of all this hair. Reminds me of big shade. All right, you're clean for shoulder surgery. <laughs> I don't even work here. <laughs> I I'm come a, in on Tuesdays. I'm a guy I'm a who saw, I, I, I followed you in. Here's some flowers. But you would, like anytime, like I would, if like on Friday morning when I go, we got to shave everything on your ass. Like, yeah, that that makes sense. I'm Swedish, so this won't take long. I got no hair on my ass. They'd look at me with a razor and go, "All right, we're done here. You didn't touch me. I know you're you're hairless like a ten year old." John, please don't say we're getting the surgery because if you don't make it on Monday, us listeners are going to go burn that place to the no, ground. No, you're not. That's a wonderful <laughs> establishment. If they take me out, just regale and reruns. <laughs> I've left you plenty. I won't die. But maybe. But maybe. They, well, they tell you about it constantly. That's all you hear. Every doctor, we're going to do physical therapy, assuming everything goes well. I'm like, well, there's that thing again. No, start that on Monday. That's the amazing thing about the hip stuff. They're gonna give me a new bone, and that day I'm supposed to walk around, and then on Monday I start I start exercise. It's nuts. Two days. I love surgery stories. Hey John, I had an oscopy a few years ago. Oh. I woke up in the middle of it, and all I heard was "Whoa!" <laughs> then I was right back to sleep. Whoa! Why were I? That's not supposed to happen. Turn the button on the right. See that dude came back. Whew. <laughs> that was they close. did a they did a show on uh, I don't know how real this actually was, but it was on one of those uh, medical. Like, uh, I guess it was like a 
it's the same thing that the first 48's on 24 hours a day and then they do an, a medical show. But they had a footage of a woman in the, uh, or it was a guy in the surgery thing. And the female, it was a female doctor. It's probably why it all went wrong. But she's going in and the guy lifts his head up and he starts talking about his mom and then he goes right back to sleep and they're like, hmm. None of them phased by it. Like, we don't know how any of what he's got going on works. The dude got up and started talking to him for a second about something, some nonsensical craziness. And they're like, yeah, sometimes in surgery that, you know, the patient starts to have a moment. I'm like, well, they're like puppeteers. Like, you hit a button inside of them and they went. He, he was having heart surgery. Like, he sits up and says, hi, my mother had a thing. Like, sleepwalking. Oops. And they're just like, psh, psh. All right, put a little more sizzle in that. <laughs> Let's go to Flavortown. But yeah, I, so we'll see. But it wouldn't be bad. Like Tupac's mom died that way. Joan Rivers died that way. She just went in for some f- surgery in her face. Unfortunately, they also keep reminding me that all my organs are super healthy. So there's very little chance that I'll have a peaceful death. <laughs> At least we're going to get some great organs out of this. Yeah, more than likely, I'll have one of those violent, strung-out deaths like most humans instead of this you know, wonderful thing that might happen Friday. So, you know, I'm 50-50 on that. Wouldn't be so bad. And if they do kill me, it would be a nice legacy if you guys did burn the building down. But I don't want you to do that. Actually, I do. Deep down, my ego kind of wants that. If the surgery goes south, you guys have my permission to torch the place. (laughs) When John Holmberg died, the place went, the whole city went mad. They burned down the hospital. And yeah, by all means, kill right. all the other people. Sun City is gone. <laughs> Sun City is gone. Shh, don't tell them where I'm going. All oh, those, come on. Where are they going to pick? There's nine million places. All those other, <laughs> I know, but all those other, oh, there's so many hospitals out there. surgery on every corner. <laughs> when they told there me. There's like, so many storage <laughs> facilities so in this valley. I went by memory on the hospital, like the crossroads where I'm supposed to go the first time I went out there. Because it's Sun City West 2, the sequel. So I go all the way out there, and I'm, I'm looking around, and I'm like, well, here's the streets I'm supposed to be on. But there's like nine hospitals, like one on every corner. They're loaded. It's like Starbucks to them. I, I feel like if I did die in the surgery and the ghouls decided to burn the place down, I feel for all the people who made it through their surgeries that would then die in a fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> because like four people like me. would be strange. Too much. Anyway, yeah. I mean, think about it. Can you actually say that your family likes you more than the payout, Brady? Um, <laughs> See, the fact that it's taken that long. <laughs> Mathiah, it's like a big tip to her. Oh, I'd be out the door. You'd be yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, if you went under and died, the insurance company would be like, well, I really miss Brett. Uh, 100, they 200, that M-Y. <laughs> right, M-Y, <laughs> T-H, and just the check goes directly to me or to cash, and I can make that work. Brent has a $300 policy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> totally more valuable than Brent. Toledo, I know already that your family's probably plotted to kill you. Oh, 100%. Do you think your family would rather have to pay out? Are you around? Half a million dollars? Yeah. yeah. You get a half million? Yeah. Why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? Well, what, kind of, what kind of math equation said you were worth that? So I can leave you something. <laughs> oh, I see. You're paying for it. I see. Yeah. I well, know. and I got the work one. So The I mean, work one's pretty the- good. That one all together, they're like nine hundred grand. When I'm reading that work one every year, we have to fill that yeah. out. I'm reading that. I'm and like, we're about man, there again. man, I, uh, I should kick off because this is, <laughs> this is my legacy right here. Three times your salary. This goes to a person that's still alive that didn't do any of the work. Uh huh. Your beneficiary. I'm like, well, then they're gonna want me dead if they ever see this number. They probably already do. Yeah. 
I should change the beneficiary. Two. We should all try that. I don't okay. know. What Brady do or something. Like roll the dice every October and change yeah, our beneficiary. I'd change it and then say if I die, Brady gets it all. And okay. see if that still applies the I'd rather have you alive than the money thing. I bet you there'd be an argument. Yeah. Why in the world would he get it? I don't know. Why do you want it so bad? Well, it means the, I'm here's, dead. Here's a kick in the ass. Lisa's beneficiary on mine. She hadn't changed hers for to put me on hers. Still the ex? Uh, no, it's uh, her, her son. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, but I got Lisa on mine. Oh, you do? Yeah. Put it in the boy's name. I might have to. Swap it out. I bet you there's a fight. <laughs> no, you realize we're arguing about what you get when I die. We're not. We're not sad at all yeah. about my death. Yep. And I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it to like the Humane Society. That actually might be too philanthropic. That might actually work out. Now, if either I or Alex makes it to his 18th birthday, which he's looking real shaky on right now. You haven't made it to 18 yet? Well, if, if I make it oh, I see three years saying. now when he turns 18. <laughs> right. You don't think he's going to get that far? He might not. <laughs> he's on a fan track. It's, then I think it's just him. Right now, are you saying this is a very uh, odd time right now that we should be paying attention when somebody says I'm going to kill someone? Yeah. Or, or is that what you're saying? You may kill the boy before he's 18? Yeah, or I knew I should have a couple of years ago put a life insurance <laughs> policy on him. <laughs> well, you don't get it if you're the killer. Oh, it's not life assurance? Mm-mm-mm. It's life insurance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he should keep it in mind that Daddy's got a little yeah. murderous streak going. Yeah. See if he wants to do some hip surgery. I know a guy. Anyway. Yeah, the benefit. I wouldn't. I don't even care about the money. All right. Well, then I'll just put Brady as the benefit. Well, I want it though. <laughs> I mean, Wait that's a not, Hold on. By the way, what do I get if you die? Oh, you! I can't believe you'd even ask that. All of a sudden, it's a Harlequin romance when they die, and I'm asking about the insurance policy. But when I die in the insurance, what do I get? Oh, yeah. Well, behind curtain number one, after John- you get rid of the corpse, look at all these prizes. A new car. The Showcase Showdown. Yeah. Coming up next. John, what's your relationship with Penzone? Because I remember the last time you tried to burn something down our pile I went didn't. after you. I did not try to burn something <laughs> Place down. Place another investigation on you and Brady this time, but Penzone will be leading the charge. <laughs> it was our pile, and all I said was, the gas stations hate fire. They're serious. And he turned me into a terrorist. It was a joke he misunderstood and then tried to use it for political gains. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Huh? Anywho, what do you want to do? Well, hopefully I don't die. But if I do, Brett, it's all yours. In fact, I'll leave it to Matthias. Yeah, might as well. I'll just give it to her. (laughs) I'll make her the beneficiary. Somebody should get it, and that would be lovely. And I don't want the burden of my death to be rewarded with the people I love through some sort of a check. That That seems shallow and callous, does it not? John Toledo's got all that memorial crap in his garage. We can put that at your house. Yeah. <laughs> in Toledo, I hire your company. Scratch out the flowers. Scratch out the covered. Stolen memorials. Uh, we'll, you know, it's like the people who set up my Christmas lights. They come and then they clean it up after and put it back in store. Give it a period of time. For your next death, we'll give you 50% off. Anyway, what are you going to do? But yeah, so Friday, big day. New hips. If you see me on the streets, kick me square in the left hip. That thing needs a good spanking. <laughs> Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there? All right. Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. So if John doesn't make it, I will be spending lots of money <laughs> over there with Josh and the boys. Yeah, with Matthias' money. That's right. Uh, I'll caveat on Matthias' uh, riches. Uh, cannot be spent on bread. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to. But anyway, um, check them out on action, at actionrideshop.com as well as... On all the social medias, paces, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you got here uh, Eskimo Callboy. We got the moves for your surgery. Yeah, I like uh, that. Danzig, Five Finger, Full Beat, Union Underground, uh, Drain. 
Uh, somebody hit up Prodigy Smack My Bitch Up for Toledo and Lady J's fight. <laughs> oh, it's, it's uh, not happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not a thing. That's, that's simmered down a little bit. Simple tour, Anthrax. Toledo won't hit her. He's a decent man. Well, Vader stepped up and was going to go proxy for Lady J. And what did you hey, say? Hey, bring it on. You, yeah, you said you would beat the bejesus out of him. Oh, I'd beat the bejesus out of him. You're sure? Oh, I'd beat the gray off of him. Oh, oh. That's a lot of gray. <laughs> well, now I'm interested. <laughs> Prodigy it is. Oh, man. Smack My Bitch Up is always solid. All right, we'll go with that because that's a great song. Toledo has stepped in it again, has he not? Vader just pulled there over we go. looking for a pay phone to call in. Your boy's at it again. Holy Moses, Toledo just said he would he would beat up Vader for no reason. <laughs> we could have gone with one of Ghost or Volbeat. Because that's, you know, you think about it, that's only six months. Yeah. March. It feels like forever away. Like, oh, they won't be here. March, March of 2022. We've been doing announcements for concerts five, six months in advance for the last couple of years for some reason. Well, everything is keep getting pushed back. we got to have something to talk about. Right. That's true. But Ghost and Polbeat's a good one. That's solid. Uh, it's Prodigy. Uh, I believe Prodigy is on the set list for our Halloween show coming up here for the Night of the Singing Day. Nice. Which one are you guys doing? Uh, I think uh, Firestarter or Breathe. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm, I have to do some work. But Pro- I think Prodigy's on our list because one of those guys passed away in the last two years. Yeah. So we're doing a Night of the Singing Dead. Everybody uh, that we do has a dead guy in the band or has, I guess, you know, one of the guys in the yeah. band. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not still there unless it's the one of the Van Zandt's. They show up in boxes. Amazing. Uh, it's Prodigy right here. Smack my bitch up. It's your wake-up song. It's 98. It's White Stripes right there. It's uh, seven. 50 already. We've got 10 minutes. We're going to give you a word that you guys can text over and try to get yourself some more money. That dinero double down's going on. That's going to be pretty solid. Give you another 1000 bucks and double it up on Friday when we give you a chance to go sign up and just get drawn for another 1000 How about that? Uh, the word is going to come up in about 10 minutes. $1,000 if you text 97936 and we grab your number. We'll call you later. Let you know. I'll call you later. So that's in about 10 minutes. So get ready for that. Easy peasy. The narrow double down. $20,000 in 20 days to celebrate 20 years of this nonsense being on the air. Solid stuff. And thanks to you guys, uh, we're still here. So might as well pay you for all that because we love you. And we pay you to love us. Uh, it's time now. Oh, is this not up to date? It is not. The book of 100%, the book of 100%. is 100%. Uh, yeah, Slacking. Let me take that out. Uh, the Braid Report is brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. Ease into the work week with a happy hour at Hooters. Half-off select appetizers. Bud Light drafts on special. Monday looks pretty good. Terrible Monday night football game, so you might as well go down there and get some decent food and delicious drinks uh, at Hooters from 3 to 6 and then watch the Packers and Lions. That one's a lame-ass game. They both lose. It would be great if they could uh, both just not show up and then get kicked out of the league. Old man bun's going to go out there and destroy the... He's got to redeem himself from hey, last be week. It would be great if the Lions... Yeah, just, but against the Lions, I mean, that's not much... Not you much saw redemption. what happened to the team that wiped them out last week. Yeah. Carolina destroyed the Saints yesterday, so... Yeah. Not to say that it goes week to week that way, but maybe the Packers are in bigger trouble than you think, because they got manhandled. That's the curiosity hope part so. of it. Yeah, they got crooked. Well, we'll see. And I would, I would love to see a Jared Goff-led Lions team just eat up the Packers right there on the field. It'll be fun. I'm a Lions fan tonight. Me too. They're a non-threat, and if they can just knock the Packers around for a little bit, that'd be fun. Because Aaron Rodgers has just about worn out everybody's last nerve who's not a Packer fan. I know Packer fans are even tired of him. 
So, interesting. But the game tonight shouldn't be worth watching. <laughs> I'll, I'll tune in. I might make a couple of bets on that one just to keep it interesting. The only way I'm watching that is with FanDuel. Outside of that, I'm not interested at all. If there's no money to be made on this game, there's no reason for me to watch it. So, except for that Peyton and Eli thing, which I really enjoyed last week. That's what I want. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. And that's on ESPN two, right? ESPN two. Okay. And again, I warn you, you're not you guys. I'm not either, but you guys aren't uh, Twitch or YouTube fans of the way that and it feels really cheap and poorly done. The sounds bad. The game's weird. At least to sample it, it's PewDiePie. Yeah, it's PewDiePie, but they're very interesting. I just, for as as a traditionalist, I'd like ESPN or ABC to just pay Peyton and Eli to be in the booth and call the game. This way, it's it's, it's weird. It's just two dudes watching TV and and talk. My friend Kevin and I used to do that. We should set up cameras and just film us watching the game. This was twelve years ago. And I'm like, who the hell would watch that? That's stupid. And he goes, it's a podcast. And we could do that. I'm like, I don't know what what is a podcast. And the next thing you know, that's what everybody does. And, we could have been billionaires. Or I would have been right. Nobody would have watched it. Who knows? But we do say some hilariously awful things. Uh, here you go, everybody. It's your Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Big day today. Happy National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Yes. Oh, boy. And National Fried Rice Day. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I saw a Chappelle show Friday. They were rerunning Chappelle shows, and they did the black, uh, or the uh, it was the race draft. Remember, they yes. were, they were the, each race got to draft a new guy, and uh, the whites, uh, they made a trade, and Tiger Woods was drafted by the blacks, and he went up and gave a speech, and he goes, uh, and it was a joke that you it just wouldn't work today. It can't fly today, but he goes, I'm so excited. I finally have my identity. I can be just a black guy. Goodbye, fried rice. Hello, fried chicken. And I... <laughs> I I was I was doing a dead bug on the floor. I was laughing so hard I forgot how funny that was. I gotta find that episode. Oh my god! That yeah, they have a draft. Neil Brennan. He's not in that. Uh, it's well, uh, no. Bill Burr's in that one. Who's writing it though? Was oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know who wrote it. But Bill Burr is in there, and he's uh, it was ridiculously funny. Yeah, the 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 race draft, and it is great. But I forgot how how many lines are in that that you're like this could never occur. A couple of baseless fun facts. The first meal eaten on the moon was bacon bits, peaches, sugar cookie cubes, pineapple, and a grape and grapefruit drink. It's a big meal. And then finish it off with a little coffee. Bacon bits. Yeah. Again, Brady's newsfeed is different than ours. <laughs> the Netherlands gives Canada twenty thousand tulips every year as a thank you for protecting the Dutch royal family during uh, World War II. Hmm. And if you play dead in order to kill or capture an enemy in a war scenario, you are committing a war crime according to the Geneva Convention. Ah, I'm still doing it. There's all sorts of war crimes that don't get reported. I'd fake dead just to grab a guy. That's genius. All's fair in love and war. What happened to that? You start putting rules on it? That's why the Taliban wins. How dare you, sir? Yeah, this is why when we became a country, it was funny when the when the... English people came over and said, all right, here's the rules of engagement. And we're sitting in trees shooting for it. Stop it, hillbillies. We have rules. <laughs> Get in line. Quit it. You mountaineers are driving us mad. Line one, march forward. Right. Everyone must wear bright clothes so we don't shoot the wrong person. Of course, these are the rules of engagement. Stop it. Shooting from trees is, is asinine. 
You're a brave soldier. Now march into those bullets. <laughs> Walk right towards them. They're the ones we're fighting. In a recent survey out of Britain, 67% of people admitted that they fake laughed at jokes they don't understand just to fit in. And 56% of them have even retold a joke they didn't that get. they didn't understand, which seems unnecessary. The study hmm. identified specific jokes that tended to confuse people, which these two tripped up almost half of the people in the study. One is, how do you drown a hipster? Uh, in the mainstream. Oh, that's just clever word. Second one is, time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. Ah, these are not jokes. Splendid! If you laugh at those, fake or otherwise, you're a person I don't want to know. <laughs> the uh, the other th- there was a kid in sixth grade that used to always try, he'd be like, I, I hate that kid. And I'm like, why? And he goes, watch this. Like, he just tries too hard. His name was Gerard. And he'd wander over to this like kids he didn't like, and he'd go, hey, I want to hear a joke. He's like, yeah. He's like, two guys are sitting in a bathtub, and one says, hey, man, pass this over. And he goes, what am I, a radio? And if the kid laughed at all, he'd, like, fight him. Because he told a joke that didn't make sense on purpose to see if the kid was just a... Playing you know, along. It was a mush, or if he was, like, a real person that would go, that's not funny. And he would get mad about it. I'm like, what are you doing? And then I started to do it, too. Like, does this person think I'm funny, or do they? are they stupid? They'll laugh at anything. Try it with a girl on a date. If she laughs, I get it, I get it. She's an idiot. Better and run. <laughs> but yeah, tell a joke that has no real punchline. And if the person you're with is laughing, steal from them. <laughs> They're idiots. <laughs> They're stupid. Last September, one of the creators of Jelly Belly, David Klein. Just one? Nope. I don't know. You'll remember this, but he announced that he was giving away a candy factory, Willy Wonka style. Oh, yeah. And he had 50 golden tickets out there. And these uh, clues that people had to go all around the United States to find the golden ticket. To man- to operate a, a man- like a candy manufacturing plant. Yes. Well, that's you wouldn't one. get the, the Jelly Belly one, but he owned another one. Oh, a less successful one. In Florida. that uh, It's a 4,000 square foot facility. It makes sandy candy and other treats. So it's going to go out of business. You're not making any money off of that. Well, this guy, Andrew uh, Moss from Colorado, he found the winning golden ticket buried under a bridge in Kokomo, Indiana. Ugh. And now's the pr- proud owner of the Sandy Candy plant. The only place that you can guarantee a winner by burying stuff is Indiana because they're all digging for copper. <laughs> Andrew, it's it's where they steal copper to buy the meth. See, Toledo doesn't get jokes either. (laughs) Andrew says, uh, I'm glad I won the contest, but I'm not moving my family to Florida to run the business. Right. He's staying in Um, Indiana. He just did it for the thrill of the hunt. So Klein is giving him the factory, but he's he's turning it down, so he's going to buy it back from him. For how much? Doesn't say. 100 grand. It's a 4,000 square foot candy factory it's a small house 35,000 I mean, people house for you guys <laughs> huge yeah so he, he got uh, everyone that got a golden ticket one of the 50 he got 5 grand with each golden ticket so whatever the value of the understood Sandy right. Candy plant is and 5 grand is somebody gives me a job if I, that's a, I don't want that job I don't want yeah. to run a candy factory do I have to own it and run it and stuff 
I think you can keep the uh, same employees there. Yeah, but, but I still have to be responsible for. I'm not. Yep. I don't want that. Yep. And that's what I that want guy just was to be ceremonial owner. Well, look, and then you know it's a contest, and you can say, "All right, I did it I'll for take the thrill the of it." They could have made the rules like, nope, you got to take the... Sandy no Candy's cash. running in the in the red. There's no way that place is. Jelly Belly's fronting. It's the WNBA of candies. Oh. <laughs> well, Jelly Belly's paying for Sandy Candy to be a thing. Yeah, it's weird, it's too. Sandy much. Candy is uh, you, you make art, candy art with it, and then you eat oh, it. Like seashells that look like it's, sand. It's um, almost the same stuff like in Pixie Sticks. You use the, oh. the different colored... You know what it is? Sugar crystals. I looked it up. I oh, looked okay. at a picture saying, what does? I was going to say, yeah. And you and Kirby rolling around in the glitter of sandy candy on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, old pirate. I'm a starfish. Grab my starfish, daddy. Don't say that out loud anymore. I got a real quick wild world. Oh, is this a sandy candy lady? It may look like sand art, but this beach-inspired creation is made of sweeter stuff. Oh, it's just sugar, colored sugar that yeah. kids shoot into their throats. It's like fun dip. You get tubes of it. It's like fun dip. Don't inhale the yeah, yeah. Yeah. right into your lungs. But instead of like taking a little bit of fun dip and realizing I only need one of these, you suck down an entire Elmer's glue tube of it. Let's go ahead and turn it into candy. It's just sugar. Yeah, you're right. Look at that place. That building sucks. Place. And the sign is temporary. You just won somebody's problems. Uh, yeah, that that's sign, a billboard on that's the PVC same, pipe. That sign is the same thing I hang on Steeler Sundays. that says you're in Steeler country. I can take it down at any time. They've got PVC pipe and a couple of hooks. I mean, pour the sugar in, and then I Put add some color. some dye in there. And then it's... We can find. And we take that dextrose and mix it into big, giant candy-making drums. Then... You mix it into... Look at all they do is you put know what? colorful... You might want to back down your 100K. That is. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, we're running out of deficit, so... If you want me to buy it, you owe me a hundred thousand. <laughs> He'll buy your debt. Quick wild world. Oh, all right, let's do it. Oops, sorry, hang on. I screwed that up. There we go. Boom, boom, and boom. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. <laughs> Kylie Coates lives in Australia, and she was a little shocked when she walked into her bathroom. Snake in the toilet. It's Australia. Close. Uh, snake orgy going on. Oh, some tree snakes decided to get it on. Um, two things: she did post a little video of it. Um, there, there's a big clump of them on the windowsill, and then they managed to work their way down to the floor. I'm just going to tell Kylie a little heads up: you might want to clean your bathroom. Is it gross? Yeah, She's it's in, either. Most women's bathrooms are. I mean, all see bargain. No, uh, it's. I mean, like oh even Jesus, shows. there's like. Dirt. Yeah, maybe oh, her it's a, her walls are cracked and water stained. This girl is broke. <laughs> well, there's a lot. It of could be an outhouse there. or so. Yeah, and then when she walked in, you see him. Uh, How she looks though. Taken off. Not good. No, don't worry about that. Look at this bathroom. Oh this my is, god. I would I would rather be eaten by snakes than live in that house. <laughs> that thing's a dump. Oh. Is it under construction? Oh or? man. Oh. oh, that place sucks. He's a pig. The snakes Even are, the snakes the are snakes like, this are trying who, to leave. Who chose this spot? <laughs> Open the window. Let's go to Sandy Candy. <laughs> right. Is that a Raider flag? No. It's in Australia, I doubt it. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. it would fit the uh, the house there, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it looks like a typical Raider bathroom. I know you guys won, blah, blah, blah. You're still poor. <laughs> That's your wild, wild world. <laughs> right. Sorry. 
There's a nationwide shortage of school bus drivers due to the pandemic. No, it's due to poor pay. Yeah, yeah. many dri- <laughs> I mean, we can blame the pandemic if we want. Bus drivers. Start paying them. And it's also your kids. And it's They're your kids. You're paying them yeah. crap to take your kids around. Yeah. A you teacher- get babysitter wages to drive your kids around. No thanks. Well, a teacher in Boston said that the school had to hire a party bus with stripper poles oh, yeah. to transport kids on a field trip. Jim Myers, uh, or Mayers, teaches at the, uh, he teaches English at the school where he's from. You should call him. (laughs) (laughs) I could use his help. Now that's a joke. (laughs) Toledo got it. Toledo's there. He can stay. So the kids were even asking him, um, so this is how it works? This is the the poles and this is the setup on the bus? Yeah. Like, yeah. And he, you know, the teacher's embarrassed that they're down to this bus. So he put it on Twitter, and it went what viral. Bus? Wait, what did I miss? They hired a party bus. They were out oh, of school oh, buses. Oh, bus. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so the kids are going to their field trip with So they're uh, short on drivers, but also school buses? buses? Yeah. What happened to the buses? We don't have more kids than ever. Um, I the guess they should be since they don't have a school bus driver. You can't have a bus. Then they have to hire, they have so to hire a separate driver bus. and drive the school bus. So yeah. evidently they weren't able to do that. Much like Tinkerbell, every time a school bus driver quits, a bus disappears. <laughs> it's just sitting and in the parking should, lot. Without school bus, we should have a surplus of buses mm-hmm. if we don't have enough drivers. So just going down to the old bus depot and grabbed one of those yellow and blacks. And, but he grabbed a stripper bus. They didn't have a driver, so they made <laughs> arrangements with a charter bus. Can't get those those schools that the school buses and no one's driving. All the charter buses are, but the uh, party bus was available. This doesn't make any sense. It's eight oh five. I got to give you the lost. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Okay, good. Because Brady's saying that every school bus driver that doesn't work makes a bus disappear. It's Zuzu's pedals. and a stripper bus up here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, because most of those kids are going to be strippers, yeah. right? Gotcha. Or have a mom who is. Uh, the no, the word today is I forgot what I wrote. I, I, right, I slid it right in front of your computer. Right you. Okay. The 8 o'clock, you got to tap. Sorry, we're five minutes oh. late. That's my fault. It's Shank yesterday for the Vikings uh, kick. Shank. He shanked that kick, and the Cardinals are 2 and 0. Skin of your teeth, Cardinal fans, but that's a win. A win's a win's a win. Uh, but Shank, 97936, gets you 1000 bucks if we draw your name out of the pile. So text 97936, type in just the word Shank. And you might be the $1,000 winner in today's Dinero Double Down. This ex-Russian soldier, Kirill Tereshin, 25 years old, goes by two nicknames. He's the Russian Popeye. Big forearm. He did. He injected a bunch of uh, petroleum jelly in his biceps to make the... Vaseline? Yes. That's what that Brazilian did and died. Three liters in each arm. Oh, man. And because of the pandemic of the past year, they're like, you got to get out of there. You're, you could potentially die. Yeah. And uh, they couldn't get him in because they because shut everything the down. Oh, man. Um, they removed his triceps. They took him off? He, he jacked those up, too, but not like the biceps. Here's the first picture. Of Wait, that works? Russian pop. Oh, my God, you idiot. <laughs> and then he, big fan of the... Uh, this kid shouldn't leader. be allowed. Put his communist Look, leader on the tattoo awesome. on the bicep. That's pretty great. But he thought this looked real, like this was a natural yeah. look. His other nickname is Bazooka. Am I looking at him in a? He's about to go into an MRI tube, and he's Looks flexing. Like it, yep, he's flexing his Vaseline arm. Yeah. <laughs> he well, did you it. Get a load of that guy. He goes. I was 
when I was 20 when I started doing it, and I was trying to build his uh, you know Instagram followers up. 350,000 followers. You see a freak. Doctors warned him the risk of losing the use of his arms after he injected himself with three liters. That's huge. Think of a two-liter thing of Pepsi. Yeah. And then add a liter to it and shove it in your arm. (laughs) And it isn't his forearms. It's his bicep. Like, he's put it up in the... He's making the guns, you know, expand. Maybe at first it looked okay. But the rest of him is skinny as a rail. That's, you know what, people like that, if you're thinking that's the way you want to get in shape, I encourage it. Fire all the Vaseline into that body of yours as fast as you can. You'll look great. We'll get Darwin working on you real fast. You get a couple of years of Instagram attention, and then the Vaseline attacks your heart and you die. One less moron on my planet. I'm for it. Well, if you think Kirill is stupid. I do. uh, This 15-year-old kid topped him. 15-year-old kid lives in Britain, underwent emergency surgery to remove a USB cable that had become lodged in his urethra. (laughs) According to reports, he was triggered by sexual curiosity and was using the cable to measure his manhood. Internal measurement, I guess. So he's just threading in that that 10-pin lightning? I've never put my lightning cable. I've never... (laughs) Try it. You could thread it in there. And just keep going he and did. going and going until it gets way deep. And I'm really impressed if you go USB side first. Yeah, the problem is pulling it out and then I scraping the innards. The, old, the, the real pin from the old uh, yeah, iPhones. Oh, <laughs> the old one. The real problem is I never get it right the first time. I always try to plug it in and I'm always wrong. Got to turn it over. I wonder if it's the same when you're shoving it in your wang. <laughs> Good Lord. Another guy that get off my planet. I want to start a whole movement of get off my planet. You want to eat Tide Pods? Get off my planet. Why are we saving these people? We have dumb hiker laws. We shouldn't waste doctor's time with somebody who ate Tide Pods on purpose or climbed those milk crates. Eh, you're going to wait in the lobby for a while. But he's dying. Yeah. Get off my planet. <laughs> I want to start the Core Institute Get Off My Planet Hospital where everybody who's done something that the internet said was a good idea. I've read like medical journals where the guys... Uh, Tried to hump a 45-pound weight, and their wangs got stuck on it. Yeah. And they had to go to the doctor. Well, I mean, get off my planet. You're all done here. We're, we're going to let you live with that thing on your dick until you die. You Darwin's hospital. I'm sorry. Uh, we've got to see Popeye first. Right. No. <laughs> I don't see any of you. I, know. There, I don't even have medical training. It's Darwin's hospital. Just have the big hospital. And dummies will show up at that. Like, you did what then? Oh, I, sh- I shot a bunch of Vaseline in my arms to look bigger. Okay. Uh, we'll be with you in a minute. And they just wait into the lobby until they die. Got a couple up. Radio videos. First one is uh, one of the best uh, scorpions I've seen in a while. It's where the person whips the leg. Oh, we've got a problem. Real quick, keep trying the word shank. Apparently, Mark and I got a text from Marcus and Larry and Mark over the weekend. The our our texting site got hacked. Oh, but it's it's working. It's working very (laughs) slowly. Keep tech. Keep trying. You've got an hour. Keep trying until you get the confirmation. He's covering his ass this yeah. time. Yeah. I don't want the emails. Yeah, yeah. I know they're going to come, so I'm just putting and it out says, there right it, now. It says dick on them. It's, uh, that's dick. hacked. Yep, they're all going to say mine. Our yep. texting game site got hacked. Yeah. What kind of hippie bus are we running? <laughs> what is this thing? It looks good. It does. It's looked good for all this time up until right now. But we have somebody hacked our text line. Yeah. 
the company, the the company of... that provides our tech service. Oh, for Christ's sake. Can we do anything? Who knows what the purpose was, John? When does Mr. Carlson get in? Should we go back to the app? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The app is the app. Big guy get in. This is ridiculous. So, we got a t- so somebody emailed you this week and said we've been hacked. Mm-hmm. What did they Look get? All, all, of, they, all of our God texts. damn it, Toledo. It's not me. It's, it is Toledo. <laughs> it is not me. It seems to be seems to, to be that you were like Midas's dumb brother. Everything you touch turns to <laughs> shit. none of us just, you know what? Yeah, I'm getting a ton of them. Shank's not working. All right. Keep trying. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Seems you know what? You should just wait, kill some time by uh, jamming a USB cord in your urethra. That ought oh, to... okay, cool. I'm sorry, Brady. This is uh, the first radio video. is a little track and field scorpion. Uh-oh. Kids doing the hurdles. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, it's a relay race. Our That's computer. Right. We did this one already. I don't know. I don't yeah. think we've done this one. It looks familiar. Sure? It does look familiar. Yeah. Oh, man. I've never seen that one. <laughs> Not that one. No. It was similar. It was a girl, was though, and she, yeah. she did it. Oh, oh, I like when he gets that up. That funnier. By the way, that Holy is the, smokes, yeah. the least athletic running child I've ever seen. Prior to the fall, that's just an awful stride he's got. Is this Special Olympics? Alec, Alec and Caleb oh, okay. could do better than yeah, that. I mean, you got Shriners that I think get up at the conference table and beat this kid in a race. He looks like he's running from something. He's not He's not competing in anything. That wasn't a hurdle either. He just no. fell down handing the baton to the next athlete. Yep. Got another bear in the car video. Yes. Now, not only the opening, they're camping out in cars. We took a nap. This girl uh, had no idea. One thing the bears haven't learned is how to shut doors. They get That's in. Like Gabby Petito? Yeah. No. <laughs> Tries to shut it on him. He pushes back. Did <laughs> you have a basket of eggs? What is this, Hansel and Gretel? Apples. It got <laughs> apples and produce. Look at the, bear. the bear goes back. Yeah. The bear's like, I'll just sit here for a oh, second. Oh, yeah, he checks Forgot out. Forgot the... my keys. <laughs> he just, yeah, he's standing next to her worked. car. It's like, this is mine now. All wow. Right, cool. What That's else was in there? Awesome. I'm going back in. She dropped some apples. Yeah, there's food all over now. See, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> is that a Mercedes? Um, what is it's this? a Lexus. Lexus. That's a Lexus. Okay. That bear's got solid taste. I just like that. My car door's wide open. Wonder why. Oh, Ah, bear. (laughs) Who tries to get into a a lock it in my car situation? Just go inside. That thing's going to go nuts if you lock it in there. He tried to push the door closed on him. (laughs) That bear, I hope, has his own bear YouTube channel. First comment, she only acted like that because the bear was black. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The white woman is afraid of that. She probably doesn't even know it's a bear. She probably called the cops. There's a black guy in my car. The poor one black guy in that woodsy town is being harassed. He's wearing a fur coat. He's all covered up for warmth. It was horrifying. Excuse me, Tyrone, do you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm the only black guy in this crack-ass town. Quit bothering me every time a bear does something. It was a black bear. You fit the description. I was Half at home. I'm not a bear, but you are black. So you admit to being there? God damn it. God damn it. Just arrest me. Why did I choose to live in Humboldt County? <laughs> Crack-ass Wheaties always calling the cops and they see a black bear. It was a black something or other. We're on it, ma'am. <laughs> the last one is a little water slide fun for half of the tubers. All right. The other guy solo goes Whoa. up to the top. Oh, it's one of those inertia. Oh! Oh, 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 oh. So it's like a big U. These people are on inner tubes. 
And you slide oh. down. Oh, that's God. awful. That's you slide, broken back. You slide down, go up, up the this, ramp, up and, this back ramp down. and as you're going back down, you're supposed to go to the right. Well, this guy just hits a pillar. Is he dead? He's got a bust back. Oh, listen. Oh, oh that's his oh, back oh, hitting that's... the square. That's hard to look Into at. Into the square hammer. Oh, that's hard to look oh. at. Who designed that? Man. Put a barrier up. Oh, oh, stop showing it. They opened that old Ooh. park up in New Jersey again. You've seen that one? Larry was fascinated. Oh, Adventure Park or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. <laughs> Lunacy House. Wow. That hurts to hear. <laughs> I went out to my Lexus, and there was a black... Hello? Hello? <laughs> ah. We got a the- call said you were in someone's Lexus last night. I did what now? I just got to town this morning. You That'll arrested be- me at the airport. My plane just landed. No, 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 OJ, you did it. That could be the next uh, AT&T network car. <laughs> what you heard was <laughs> right. what you thought you heard. Yeah, there's, there's cell phone breaks up. <laughs> there's a black in my Lexus. I'll be all right. I'm over in a second. Good God, lock yourself in the bathroom. Let's go, boys. <laughs> what did you do? I threw some apples at him. Oh, he's never going to leave. <laughs> they hate apples. Oh, God, this is terrifying. Could you describe him? Well, it was black. Nuts enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, that is a, you know, and I don't understand why she was pushing the door. Like, she walked to a car with a wide open door. That's the dumbest thing you can do. If I went outside right now and my car door is open, I'd take a few steps back. Somebody mess around in my car? Well, unless she had dropped something off in there already. And had left the, her car the, open? Yeah, she it, went in, back inside to get the next the little box of so, uh But the apples. driver's side door is what she's loading the apples in? I don't think so. Pretty sure she was dumb enough to walk out there and go, Hey, my car door's wide open. I must have done that. I wouldn't even do that if I thought I did. I'd be like, there might be a raccoon or something. Who opened the door? Yeah, I don't want that. (laughs) Dumbass. Let alone not even knowing that... Man. Looking in that the car door's open just to see... When you see the bear in there, you run. You don't try to lock it in. Then what? Somebody's got to let that thing out. That might be the whitest thing I've ever seen. Like a... Apple basket, blonde, going to her Lexus. Great reaction. (laughs) Not even the reaction, just like her activity. I've just been picking apples all day, and now it's time to climb in my Lexus and deliver my apple bounty. Idiot. People are getting through. I've I've gotten two confirmations. It just got hacked for whatever reason. I just can't believe this thing. Mine was out. Gutentag says she's in. So oh, all things God. are good. Yeah. Thank God. Toledo, what's going on? Block that. Anyway, 97936. If you can get through uh, our text line like hackers do. Yeah, once the hackers got in and screwed up, shank is the word today. 97936. There goes your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. The word for 8 o'clock is shank. Shank is today's word. And I got are, in immediately. Yeah, it's at working now. Our hacked system. Who's doing that? Who hacked a text line? Yeah, you got to ask Marcus. Well, what is the benefit of that? No, no clue. All you're going to get is all of our texts that say shank or booby or whatever the word is that day. What Again, they think it's funny, like, you know. You get all the, the phone numbers? Trash guy from the Gilbert department. Oh, Bray's got a beef. You want to you air yeah, that? Yeah, city of Gilbert. That? All right, here we go. Air it up. Go. All right, I uh, trash day is today. 
is in Monday mornings. Taking out the blue bin or the uh, black? Both. Oh, take oh, out both. Everything goes same. And day. so uh, two different trucks come by. The guy on the recycle side of it. Um, in the past, I've waved to him a couple times because they've heard me talk about stories. Men. Yeah, and yeah. I wanted to be a garbage man. At one For time. those of you who don't remember, Brady used to frequently give lunch to the garbage people. Well, my mother would pack my lunch because of you, and I don't and they, and they would eat. Their lunch break would always be on our front lawn because. a lot of times. And Why? so then I would bring my but mom that was my not, lunch, and I'd go eat lunch with the trash But man. that wasn't happening just because they pull over. and so, Like, trash people pull well, over I and start so eating in your yard. You kick adorable. them out. No, you went out and ran out, and, they, and it was an excuse to have your mom go hey, lean. Hey, fellas! Yeah. Bunny could go lean on the washer for 20 minutes while the while the trash guys watched her. Gave her a break. Yeah. 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 yeah, so she could go hang in the room. But so, you used to love trash men. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah because they had the, at our the trash truck, they had a little satellite satellite um, carts, okay, three wheelers. Calm down. And they right. could wheel around the neighborhood, and Brady then they go to the main truck and unload. They had little th- trucks to follow the big yeah. trucks. Yes, and the little trucks were cool. <laughs> I've yes. never seen that. Brady loves what? that. How does that make sense? It because does. they they, they, they would yeah, have, they too. actually pull up in your driveway. You don't have to wheel out your trash. They would. You'd put it on the side of the house and pull up the truck. Bougie. Bougie. There's a sweet gang. I tell you right now, trash man gets out of his truck, starts walking towards my house. He's getting shot. I know. It's changed. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. But we'll just just wander around your backyard and pull out what we assume is trash. Don't mind us. Yeah. Anywho. So, Brett, you're new. The recycle guy. He used to love hanging out with trash men when he was a kid to the point where he would eat lunch with them every day. So then the trash people would pull over. Uh, and your mama sure does care about this trash. And they'd give Bunny a run while Brady ate a sandwich, and he didn't realize what was going on. One day I was I know, Gump's mom. I know the truth, exactly. I know the truth of what really happened. Brady saw it as a rose-colored moment. But One her- day, Brett, I didn't show up, and they knocked on the front door. <laughs> Mrs. Bogan, where's yeah. Brady? Oh, he's sick today. Yeah. Oh. Are you? Because <laughs> we hungry. Let me check your tonsils. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, Brady's mom was having a scandalous passionate affair with two trash men while <laughs> each one of them killed time with the boy uh, having crustless sandwiches So back on the to the Gilbert right. trash Now we've guy. got a real problem. This guy, um, at first, I knew he's doing on purpose. He's got to be doing on purpose. One, two reasons. He thinks it's hilarious or he just doesn't like me. Because yep. he takes the blue trash bin, empties it, and then leaves it in the middle of my driveway. So it's you so you put it out in the road, and he picks it up and drives down and drops a it at your driveway. Thirty feet from yeah. the you know, <laughs> and and I know it's on purpose because there's no one else on my block that Not has it in the driveway. And dick. I could say like the first two times, ha, that's funny, ah. you know. Then I'm thinking, oh maybe. So I put it even on the other side. And this morning, he, Ronnie sends me a picture, and it's right there at the end. Yeah, of Yeah, and yeah. the problem is, is you funny, ha ha. But I have to pull in you got to get out of the car and move, move the can truck, right? and the other thing is is someone can back over it like ronnie in the she morning doesn't pay attention to what's behind her when she backs up there's a good chance of that yeah so don't <laughs> get behind that those cameras and stuff yeah even with the backup camera and the beeping the, and all that she, yeah so don't have any kids in the neighborhood either even though everybody's outside in your neighborhood she's gonna there's run some someone dangerous. over yeah. yeah but the bottom line is this trash guy thinks it's great fun yeah. to put the dumpster in front of your driveway so you every pull in. monday Right. Uh, have you so, like gone outside and waved him down? You're well, not he home. Gets there, I'm. I leave, yeah. and he they get by an early. Right. By the time Ronnie and Kirby are up, they're they're gone. So, so I'm just saying, funny, haha. Okay, knock it off. Basically, yeah, knock it off. You're dude. asking this guy to knock it off. Yeah. Because you can't be there to say, hey, 
knock it off. Yeah. And to me, this is waste management. Enough. This is Brett's people. What's going to start happening is, oops, I knocked you, you trash bucket over in your yard again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Sorry, what I, and I don't want that to turn into. Yeah, but uh, you made a mistake here. Never talk about waste management on the air. Nope. Uh-oh. Looks like I picked it up upside down again. Shakey shake. You're going to have a lot of garbage in your front yard. But he's right. You're right, it's, Brady, that this guy needs to stop. But it's not waste management. You need to talk to the HOA. City of Gilbert. This is how white people handle things. You don't go con- confrontational on this. white yeah. people handle This is how white people handle things. You call an authority Excuse figure. Holmes? Excuse me, I'm white. <laughs> Excuse me, Holmes. There's a uh, blue collar something or other that's doing terrible things. In my, I'd like it stopped, but I don't have the courage to tell them face. You would, but you can't. You can't go to, you can't do this. So let's go. City of Gilbert, the joke's over. If not, leave a note on Brady's car that says, I'll fight you at three, because <laughs> that means you hate him. But yeah, that's pretty garbage uh, of the garbage man. Kind of funny. I'll call Lady J. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway, so I hope it all works out for you. Maybe it'll stop now. You write a letter instead of uh, a pay and a bill to the city of Gilbert and their services and say, hey, knock it off. And people will go, oh, geez, big deal. You got to move your thing back anyway. Yeah, but if you got to get out of your car and it's blocking the driveway. Yeah, it's just, after, you know, eight or ten yeah. times, it gets old. It ain't cool. I like this. I hope this uh, resolves nicely. If you'd like, I'll write a letter for you. I'm very good at this stuff. Today is trash can's going to be at the end. Or next time oh, it's going to yeah. be at the end of the block. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be just. There you go. It's, it's gone. He'll take the thing, do a donut, and just release it. <laughs> There's your trash uh, bin, dickhead. <laughs> Morning, Laser. Morning, guys. What did I do? What would you do if you found out that it was Laser? Every day when he rolls his back, he goes, <laughs> Brogan's not home. And he rolls yours over in front of the. Because he hates you, too. Um, I can find that out. Yeah. How'd you have Laser take care of it? He's home all day. Have that neighbor of yours get over there. I'll have him look out for him. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been smart. He's on tape. You have it? Um, on video? Sure. Of him driving with it, holding it, and dropping yeah, it off? Yeah, I, your... I can get it this morning. Oh, let's see this. You don't have it on your phone? No, it would be... Um, yeah, I can get it. Get it? Yeah, load it up on your phone. Because my Arlo cameras come right to my car, my phone. Well, you should there's probably, a backup. My neighbor across the street oh. his go all the way up to the middle of our driveway no oh, so you don't have to worry about it. you don't have cameras up there yeah you don't have to worry about it you got a neighbor filming yeah. your house all right there you go well then call him i will but that I'm, that's house? why i'm saying something yeah. today yeah. knock it off i would have some video proof of that before i tell waste management they were screwing with me <laughs> got a problem with us brady something wrong let me tell you something garbage is your business in fact, that's odd because uh, James Gandolfini was in the squares Friday. Could have asked him about your problem. How long has this been going on? It's probably, like I said, eight, eight to ten times. Eight or ten times in a row? Uh, pretty, pretty much. much. Oh, man, this guy off. hates you. Yeah, There's something going on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, if he was looking for a shout-out, at least, you know, leave a note and say, funny, yeah. huh? And then- so Ronnie and Kirby have already left. So the house is like... There's nobody to there to stop it. No, they, um, when they'll come out in the morning. Right, the so candle, they sleep she, through she has to. She can get by it most of the time. It's always where my car's parked, more or less. So she doesn't ever pull it in and save you the hassle? 
Yeah, or she'll go take Kirby to school, and she'll come back, and, <laughs> and there it's it there. Is. Yeah. So a lot of the times it's happening when nobody's there to stop. Because Ronnie could go out there and go, hey, dickhead, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Or Kirby, go out there and kick the tires, if you know what I mean, and send that thing a real... You don't want Kirby. No, you don't want that. You don't want the, you don't want the butt into that tub. All right, well, good luck, Brady. This is a fascinating we'll problem. We'll see what happens next Monday. We'll see. Brady versus Waste Management. <laughs> Ooh, boy, we're getting all kinds of fights Which here. In the waste cards. Management this in there. ends terribly. Well, that's who you're dealing with. Is it just the recycling guy, or is it both of them? Recycling. Just recycling. Yeah. All right, so we've narrowed it down. Ah, email us if you hate Brady and you're his recycling yeah, guy. How can tell we, us why know, this is happening. What, <laughs> what did I do? I want to know. What do you care? He still has a job to do. You can't judge it off a of personality. You're the you're the recycling guy. You could hate 90% of the people. You still have to put it down in a reasonable spot. Then you do what normal people do, and you drive by late at night and egg the guy's house. You don't use your job as your weapon, idiot. That's what I do. Dummy. Well, good luck, Brady. Brady's going to die this week. <laughs> oh, man. It's not good. Uh, we had the Guadalupe uh, uh, squares on Friday. We do the replay on Mondays while you're texting Shank97936 trying to win $1,000. It's not Shake because I've gotten shank. a couple people. I put in Shake yeah. 10 nope. times. He shanked the kick yesterday, and the Cardinals are 2-0 and because of the Vikings. Shank. S-H-A-N-K. Shank. Uh, hop on that thing, maybe get $1,000. Guadalupe Repo, we had Trump in there. Ozzy had his accident. Who else was in that thing? I don't remember. Oh, Tracy Morgan and Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a movie together. We had Mama Cass. Oh, that's right. Oh, Mama geez. Cass didn't get chosen. Ah, it's a Guadalupe replay. More stuff from a Friday and a Monday, so it makes us seem busy, but we're not. It's 98. Uh, it's time now for your Guadalupe Squares. Here's your host, Mr. Jeremy Bergeron. Jeremy, thank you. What would Brady do? Hmm? All right, it is time now for What Would Brady Do? The weekly dive into morality uh, and our little friend Brady who's now got a gambling issue that cannot be stopped. 0 for 7 this weekend on the old fan duel. The bets will get bigger. You'll get one. The taste will come in. And the next thing you I'm know, due, man. you'll be broke. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful. That's all we care about. Uh, this is brought to you by, where is it? No, it's M&P Guns. We know that already. M&P Guns over there on 12th Street in Indian School. Uh, every need you have for weaponry is at the M&P Guns. Talking to uh, a friend of mine yesterday about AR-15s and all that. He's like, I just can't get ammo right now. And I'm like, I know a place. Yeah. M&P Guns. And it's uh, right down the road there, 12th Street in Indian School. If you want to grab some uh, ammo, if you want to get a gun itself or all the things that go along with it, sights, they're, they're qualified to do just about everything you can imagine to a gun. And do it the proper way. And they're moving out of their building. So they're getting their new building just for the M&P gun side. Uh, getting out of Mo Money Pond and moving it right next door. It's right in their parking lot. So get on over there. Check out their new stuff. And, uh, of course, try to help them move by buying up their stuff that's in the building already. That's less to move. It's good for you. They'll make you a deal. M&P Guns, 12th Street and Indian School. Thank you. Brady, are you ready? Ready. My girlfriend, this is a girl talking told me that if I wasn't dating my boyfriend to get married, I'm just setting myself up for heartbreak. She said this two months ago, and it's lived with me. So I finally broke down last week and told my boyfriend, look, if we're just doing this to date uh, and not get married, we need to do something about it because I don't want to be heartbroken. Well, he broke up with me Saturday. Good. Now I regret falling into the trap of having some bitter girl get into my head. He thinks I have some marriage fever thing that I don't have, and he's worried, and I can't tell him I was wrong because it makes me look crazy. Brady, help me fix this brandy. Brandy, uh, 
it'll take you a little bit to get over this relationship, but don't worry, you can move on. But she wants him back. It, don't worry, you'll Ship find sailed. somebody. You think it's over? Why do you say yeah. it's over? No, you, well, one one thing I will say to you, don't be afraid to say I was wrong. Right. And, and, and don't worry about that craziness that you we think We know you're crazy. crazy. Yeah. So first things first, ladies, yeah. if you feel like we think you're... He's going to think I'm crazy. We go into it thinking we, that. We already, we already know. It might be a pleasant surprise to to admit that. That, look, I I got, it just got to me, and I panicked. I'm like, what are we doing here? Right. And not realizing I appreciate this relationship right. and how much, how important it was to me. I also have to praise the guy a little bit. You throw that ultimatum out, and he's like, well, if that's what you need, and this is what I need, we need to go separate ways. And, Absolutely. And all Genius. ladies or anyone should know that, that yeah. the minute you start talking like that, it is, um, it just changes the, the sure. complexity of the relationship. Because as we look at it, like you said, it's ultimatum. You yeah. could be setting up for failure with that. Absolutely. I mean, you tell me, he's like, I, we're going to move on or I'm out. Okay. Then you're willing to leave. Why would I commit to you forever when you tell me there's ways you'll leave? Yeah. What in the world am I thinking about saying I'll be with you forever? I'm going to lock down all this stuff with you forever, but you tell me that if I don't do what you ask, you are willing to walk away from it. You're not 100% in. Yeah. So that's the, any ultimatum in those situations needs to be met with, okay, called her bluff, and he did, and look what happened. Mm-hmm. She basically came in with the marriage demand, and he's like, nope, not for me, not right now at least, so if this is what you need, we need to be done, because I'm not on that path. Not ready to talk about those particular beyond that i'm not ready to have somebody tell me it's this or i'm out then you're out yeah what are we doing here the only thing anybody needs to hear guy or girl is when somebody says it's this or i'm out they're willing to have an or i'm out so they're out you know it's different if you've got a situation where you're kind of like uh this has to be a new way or we can't be together and you both agree on that but if somebody's coming in with one side saying, hey, I, I need this to happen or I'm going to leave. Sorry, you should leave then. Absolutely. Yeah. And I understand it when the relationship gets to the point where I'm saying, okay, are we exclusive? Yeah, what are sure, we doing? you can find that sure. out. Are we are we together? Yeah. It's different than I need to get are married. Are we getting married? I need to get married or we're nothing. Okay, yeah. then we're nothing. Yeah, the best thing you can do is grovel and become a whore for a little bit. Go back to being a sea whore. <laughs> and then uh, and then show him, look, look, I'm in it for the fun, too. I like being with you. I blew this. I screwed up. I don't want to put any marriage pressure on us at all. If I ever feel like I need to be married and you don't, we'll break up. But right now, I just, I got, I got emotional and stupid. And then maybe he'll take you back. Maybe he won't. But you just need to grovel. Uh, dear Brady, my daughter. Or she'll do it, what she'll normally do is they'll go out and start going out with someone. See what you're missing? Oh geez! You broke up with me. She's gonna get bitter. That I think. Yeah. I don't. I think she's down in the dumps. I don't think she's that person. He might. She might get mad looking at his Facebook when he goes out with somebody else. Yeah. And then she'll do it. Uh, dear Brady, my daughter is actually making money at age sixteen on the internet modeling pants. Okay. Next sentence is hard to read. She has evidently a great ass, according to the thousands of people who message my daughter. Here's the deal: she lives with her mother. She gets clothes for free, and we're talking about jeans that cost hundreds of dollars per pair. Her mom's ass used to be great, but now she's fat. So it stands to reason that maybe my daughter should strike while the iron's hot, because if she's like her mom, it don't it won't pay the bills after age 35. Make me okay with this, Brian. Be okay with it. You think? Yeah. 
daughter's got a great ass. She's got a great ass on She's or off the internet. She's right now. It's yeah. not, you're not asking her to go down the porn route or anything like that. But. That's next. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's going to realize that once people get bored looking at her ass, she's got to start doing more. So you got to keep your eye on that. Or but she yeah. takes it to the next level, which is, you know, supermodel angle. But that, Those don't exist anymore. I know. They're all internet influence. If she's getting all that free stuff, take advantage. She's saving you a lot of money and making dough. Have you seen those things those influencers get in the mail? Yeah. If you get like 10,000 people that like to look at you in pants, <laughs> good God. Take the free stuff. Even more with no pants. Here's the thing he has to do, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she'll make a fortune with it. Two years? She'll make a fortune with that ass if she knows what she's doing. Asses pay bills. We've known this since the beginning of cavemen. Even cavemen probably came up with a word for ass before, like, fire or food. They put it on walls. Yeah, they drew them. <laughs> they certainly did. Man, oh, man, that, that cavewoman's ass. We need a word for that. There it is. Close enough. Gert's right. Ass is amazing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, take advantage of Like, if Kirby had a shoe deal for girls with big feet and just got nothing but free shoes, you'd yeah. be all over it. And you just have to ignore all the comments of the weirdos. Because even with the shoe As a guys, parent, I'd want to make sure I'm trying to keep my um, kid grounded, too. Sure. Where she's not going off the edge of your... Diva, huge right. celebrity, and humble that ass. You say, yeah, just keep them grounded. Also, keep an eye on the comments. So you have to stay diligent with yeah. what she's doing and who's talking For to her sure. and who she's talking to. Also, because DM me. She's got a great ass, and she's showing it off a little bit in jeans. She's still sixteen. Oh, got to so keep an eye on the comments. So Ugh. glad I Me too. Like, Isn't it great? Every time yes. my vasectomy tingles. Every time we talk about stuff like this, <laughs> it's like you did so right. It's easy. I even watching Silence it's of the Lambs. Yeah, it's nothing true. <laughs> even watching Silence of the Lambs last last week when I saw it on Tuesday, and you see the Frederica Bimmel when she goes into that little music box, and Jodie Foster pulls that thing, and you see that somebody's been taking pictures of that big girl in her underpants, and you're like, it's, it's, it's like uh, perverts are everywhere. They're like, ugh. And most of your kids are like stupid, so they <laughs> fall for that kind of thing. The wily creep. The internet just invites them into the house. Ugh. But if she's got a great ass, she'd be double worried. Oh yeah. And she's probably, you know, if that's her if that's her calling card, she's using it in real life too. So that's what you really need to keep an eye on. On the internet, you can at least monitor it because you have access to it. You got to see what she's doing with that thing out in public. She's probably getting devastated by somebody. But if she's anything like your wife, the way you describe it, she's got about seven good years before that ass doesn't pay bills anymore. And the next thing you know. There's his real problem. She's in a trailer park with a guy that remembers. Yeah, his real problem is the he knows what's going to happen to her. Eventually, she's going to be in one of those t-shirts. Every time she gets up, it'll be in the crack of what used to be a great ass. Just make you remind you. Just go. Ugh. Now that thing has one purpose: evacuating food. (laughs) Dear Brady, if your wife suddenly took an interest in sports when she's never done it before. Does it mean she's got a guy influencing her? I hate sports. I've always been a nerd, and I see sports as kind of a waste of time. I like computer games, so I understand having an escape, but I didn't just get interested in it. Should I embrace her love of sports or question it? It's weird how much she loves the Cardinals this year out of the blue, Sam. My gut is telling me there is some influence going on here. 
Uh, because if you're not a sports guy, yeah. and she wasn't, and where is she getting that info? Sure, maybe there's a gal pal of hers that, mm. uh, but I'm, I think it's a, it's a I think there's an influence coming from the, the male side. It's a dude. Yeah. He probably is yeah. a dude too. Yeah. What you could do, if you're curious about it, is take interest in the Cardinals too. And if she's going to sports bars or she's doing stuff, go with. Like, start get rid of your little I hate sports thing and just go, okay, if you're in, then let me try it. If she's legit, yeah, she's got a FanDuel sports book. Or that. Fan. Maybe it's FanDuel. Yeah. Maybe you're onto some. Maybe she's gambling and she's like, oh, no, I'm watching sports. And this sports. is fun. It might not be a guy. It might be a gambling problem, which was what's worse. <laughs> you can beat yeah. up a guy. Well, not you. You're a nerd. Plays computer games. <laughs> but, like, uh, go with her. And if she's like, I don't want you to be involved in my sports world. Then the question should Because there's times you, you can't discover new things that you, hey, this is kind of fun. I'll tell you what they like, though. They like Passion the, uh, for sports is weird, though. Like, you just, you don't just pick that. You have it or you don't. Yeah, you, you know. just don't pick it up. It'd be weird if Larry all of a sudden started going to, going to your house and watching yeah. football on and Sundays. And then he's a huge you know? Steeler fan. Yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe it wouldn't be weird and because that's uh, the right decision. So finally, he's just that still Larry, yeah. though. But again, it would be my influence. There's somebody influencing yeah. him. Correct. You and don't most just do the time it on your own. We're, we're conditioned to that, that, oh, I've either influenced my girlfriend or wife or, sure. or they've, you know, yeah, you always, jumped on yeah. because someone did it. Either the dad was a fan of a team growing up. and It's a pretty good sign that once the girl starts wearing your Steeler hat or your Bengals hat or your Bears hat, that something's going on. Right, like if like if you're if she's at work and there's a guy who's a huge Cardinals fan and all of a sudden she is too, yeah, something's yeah. I would say there's an influence. Yeah, going on. No, people don't just you'd pick like up. to be your team. Yeah, people don't just pick up sports passion. It comes over time, and if it came out of the blue, there's somebody else going on. So yeah, start tagging along. This one's for Brett. You get to answer it, but Brett's gonna like this question. I really enjoyed reading this. Dear Brady, I'm 22. My dad always listened to you guys since 2011, so I've been in the car for 10 years listening to your show, and I love it. And since you're the only show that seems to speak honestly about racial situations, settle down, Brett. I need to ask you this. Here we go. The girl I've been on three dates with told me on our last date that the only uh, boyfriend she's ever had was black. And he's about 6'4". Four years of her life. She's 21. So most of high school and a lot of her last couple years. (laughs) I'm average to below average down there. And I'm afraid I'm going to not perform to her standards. First, and I did ask her. She says it wasn't huge and I don't have to worry about it. But I am struggling. Do I dive into this or cut bait and save embarrassment? Stephen. (laughs) He's worried about the score (laughs) stirs. He thinks, yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that uh, uh, you know, this this black.com thing's been going on for four years and she can't recover. He's going to have to call her in a row for yeah. injury yeah. lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> She's got whiplash and all sorts of problems. Yeah. Well, one. Do you follow it up after you find out that's all she knows? I uh, would find out as far as, like, if she's happy with it, then... Oh, it'd be what's, so depressing if she wasn't, though. What's the problem? Well, then, but is she you gonna know what? Tell you Again, that, Jonathan, though? it comes I mean, down to it. Yeah. What if, if you're not, though? If she's faking, 
Who cares, right? Oh, I don't care if she's <laughs> faking. But if she's not faking. But like you said, if she's not, if she's happy, that's great. If yeah. she's not happy and you're like banging around in there like, you know, a pinball machine. Then, yeah. Well, you, you would know that. If you're banging around, your first problem. of all, you're not sticking but around. That's going to make you feel terrible. You're going to walk away feeling bad. Because he says he's average to below average. And he's trying to sail in there. And by the way, Again. not all black guys have huge ones. Yeah. And women can recover from pregnancy about almost 60 to 65% back to normal. Ladies, it never goes back. You can lie all day. It's not that way. Babies wreck it. You know it. We all know it. Husbands lie. Uh, and that's a C-section. C-section. That's <laughs> the only thing. Brady had, yeah. Ronnie had the C-section. He doesn't. It stayed pristine. You, you blow one out and you act like it, it came back to life? Nope. Nope. You can't step on a flower. And have it just sprout back up the next day. It's still a flower, and it might still live, but it's in the earth now. It's like any it's you sprain an ankle, <laughs> right? You, you stretch damage. it; it doesn't come back all the way. Yeah. I don't know if there's ligaments in one of those things. <laughs> You're, the, but, the lab ligaments are getting stretched. Yeah, those out. things get pushed, and all of a sudden you got a wonky ankle. <laughs> yeah, babies wreck them. You guys know it. We've been lying for years to you about like, oh no, it's back to normal. That's why they have mommy surgery. Ladies, you've been lying about there's this to yourselves. There's not legumes down there, but there's got to be some labrums down there. Oh, pff, there's a labrum <laughs> on the legs. You know how they have that mommy makeover surgery? Isn't that just completely an admission that it wrecks it? The thing they've been lying to them, oh, it, it snaps right back. You guys are jerks. Well, then what's with, what's the need for mommy makeover where you get the, uh, the, the tuck? It's not Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this thing isn't rubber. It's like a change purse. You use it too much. That thing's never the elastic wears out on on pants. I can only imagine that uh, the Duggar family, the honeycomb yeah. hideout she has, right. is just. I try to nineteen or twenty one kids. Right. If I try to put an eggplant in one of my Nike socks, when I take it out, the elastic's been damaged. <laughs> now, will it still go over my legs? Sure, but is it the same? Let's not lie to each other. It's droopy. It's gonna sag. You know? <laughs> yeah, the Nike logo is hanging yeah. out of the sides. What happened to the logo? It's like hanging out. You worked the glove too much. Right. <laughs> Sometimes the ball goes. But that's, let's just go. Now it's still useful, but yeah. it's not. So So for him, same uh, thing again, with Big Hawks. Like, you'll, you'll know. Even if she's, she's happy. If it's if it's affecting you, it's always going to yeah. affect well, you. Well, he's got some. Uh-oh, here comes Toledo. Let me tell you. The leather may be soft and supple, but you're dropping fly balls. <laughs> <laughs> you're using the softball glove yeah. for baseball. Yeah. It's going to bounce out of the yeah. pocket. You're going to drop a few fly balls. you still get the game. And you're the, you're, only the one, game. you're the only one in the room that had yep. someone who had a, a natural, yeah. regular uh, V-birth. And it's, yeah. It doesn't bounce back. Nope. like they, they, and We lie to him because we don't nope. want him to feel bad, but that's the truth. Go on with your catfish hunter glove. <laughs> no reason to bring fish into this. Anyway. But black guys all don't have massive dorks. So she might, she's still fine. And plus, think about this. A woman is built to pass a child through that thing. No matter how big the wiener is, it'll recover from that. It's the difference between a nickel in a change purse and a, and a Goodyear tire. <laughs> and a manhole cover. One wrecks it. The other one, it's it can be it can recover. Whew. Am I wrong? I mean, you don't want to follow up a chick that's just been hogged by like steel or like something. Steel. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't do what he did. Like, there's no point in this. It's the Hardy Boys when they go into the cave. One guy can go <laughs> a lot further into the cave than the other. My flashlight doesn't work that deep. So, 
give it a run. Yeah. And you'll know. chance it. Yeah, well, take a chance and see. Maybe maybe she was with one of those unfortunate uh, African-Americans that's born with a white dick. <laughs> that's a shame for them, but there are those guys. You're a confident man. Be a confident man. That's right. And stop asking about their, their black ex-boyfriends. Just going to drive yourself bananas. It's like if you were with a woman and you're like, I dated a midget for a while. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it was like a drum. Anyway, what do you got down there? Oh, my God. It's not going to compare. Well, we'll see. Well, you got options with you. Yeah. If she's blown out, she's blown out. But it's not just because of one guy. <laughs> Ladies, you want to make fun of our wiener size. We talk about your things, too. You've heard it. And childbirth wrecks it. You all know it. That's why there's a need for plastic surgeons to go down there and repair it years later. I had a mommy makeover. Well, that's a real cute way of saying I was blown out. (laughs) And I fixed it. Good for you, though. Am I wrong, Brady? Nope. Uh, Anyway, it's 944. There you go. That's what Brady did. Nicely done, my friend. You're a champion. Just don't be afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid. Go in there. Bang around in there. See what goes on. It'd be like going into the like a basement or something sometimes. Just cobweb that thing. And they do recover from wieners. We're guys are too crazy about wiener size and stuff like that because they can rec- they can recover almost like I said, sixty five percent back to normal from a baby. So a wiener you can get back up into the ninety percentile range. Unless her ex boyfriend was Barry Wood or something. Well, then you know. then you're gonna get into the eighties, but it's still better than childbirth. <laughs> It's like uh, that t- Tony Braxton went on Oprah and said that she waited seven years to have sex again and grew uh, a hymen back, became a virgin again. Your body just became, it, it, yeah, I didn't know that. It grows back if you don't use it for like seven years. With the proper exercises? I don't even know, oh, with the proper exercise. Well, diet and exercise is very important to your vaginal health. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that for years. I'm no doctor, but I know that's a fact. We don't get it. We get with, we, ladies, be like, be happy. You can fix it. I'm born with this useless thing. There's no weights or anything I can tie to it and make it better. It just gets worse as I get older and more useless. <laughs> At least you got doctors that'll get in there and fix it up. You're all, you always have currency between your legs. We got nothing. At least I do. Damn it. God, I hope I just die on the slab Friday. It's getting worse. Uh, it's 946. There you go. That's what Brady did. It's 98 KUPD. That was what Brady did. Mm-hmm. Listen. All right. Brett's already gone home. Let's. <laughs> Brett didn't realize what was going on. Let's get right to the end of this. I don't know if he's in the room. Where'd he go? He's running. Where'd you go? He just ran away. Play some bets. Worried about him. Drifts off. But I, I do that now as a joke at my Steeler games and stuff when the guys are sitting there and they show a picture of Ben Roethlisberger on the sidelines. I'm like, uh-oh, silver alert. He's up walking around. He's going to end up on the freeway. I'm the only honest Steelers fan left. Our quarterback is too old. We're holding on to nostalgia. He's pulling the Brett Favre. He's going one year too long. Hey, you could have the red rifle. Look what I'm dealing no, with. No, I don't want – look, he's still the better option than almost 80% of quarterbacks, but it's, it's enough to make it so the team can't win. For sure. I love Ben. He's brought us a lot of joy, but we have to cater an offense around his immobility. And in this day and age, it's not going to work out. And we saw that yesterday. It's sad. I like to see guys go out reasonably on top. 
that 2018 season, he led the league in passing. It was amazing. 2019 gets hurt. Should have stepped away. No reason for a comeback for that. You're covered. Anyway, I digress. Brady, it's... Uh, and plus, oh, by the way, before we get into this, football, uh, AMC has just announced they're going to start doing football uh, games in the theaters, which is actually a pretty cool idea because, like, if you had a bunch of friends who are like, let's go to the theater, Steelers games on, and we get all the friends over there and we get the popcorn and all the... Like, the one over at, at Scottsdale Fashion Square, you can drink beer and you have that, and they serve you, and you watch the game with just Steeler fans, and then in the theater next to you, it's the Raider, the Raider fans. You don't want to mix so them it's up. So it's no. not a mix? I think they will, but I'm giving them the advice that they should not. But what they should do is play more live events and a whole lot less of these movies that keep coming out. There hasn't been a good movie in a theater in a long time. As evidenced by this weekend's big release, Cry Macho, starring the formerly great Clint Eastwood. Talk about an old man that should stop doing things. Brady watched it, too. I did. It is a zero zero out of ten. No kidding. Zero percent tomato movie for me. How in the world? Clint Eastwood, which, you know, delivered some... Of the funniest lines in some of the movies. I mean, when he Grand said, Torino. Even in Gran Torino. Yeah, it was there hilarious. Some, yeah, funny moments in his timing. This one is just... Well, the script is first off terrible. Yeah. The story's worse than that. The there best, is the funniest part. Go ahead. I bet you that we're going to talk about the same thing. The most hilarious, unintentional thing. Yeah. Is this... Uh, he's got to take this young boy back to Texas from Mexico. And by the way, that kid is a terrible actor. And the whole premise is he's a hellion, a ruffian, a terrible... Like, he's a, he runs a cockfighting ring down in Mexico, and he's, he can't be controlled. There's a couple funny moments that lead to that. But then he gets in the car with Clinton. He's like, do you think my father will love me? He's like this little soft angel. So they... The, it's almost like a combination of uh, live-action Pixar picture. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the kid from Coco. So up. they're driving back, and then the mom hires these two hellions to... To chase him and get the boy back, right? So you think it's cartelish? So it's like, oh boy, these guys are badasses. And the one badass walks up to ninety-year-old Clint Eastwood and says, "You don't want any of this, old man." And Clint Eastwood goes, "Oh yeah." And he rears back and he socks him in the nose. <laughs> but it is the old man, and this guy trails back a few steps and looks at him, and it's like he still might have ah! it, and and he doesn't like fight him. Because he realizes this nine-year-old man just punched him so hard he doesn't want any more of it, and it's hilarious. It's the it's the Irishman when De Niro was stomping on that guy. Yeah, and you're like, oh, don't. This is an old man. You'd kill this old bastard. So the funniest moment oh. for me was this tops the fake baby in the uh, yeah. sniper movie. Yeah. Um, Clint actually breaks a horse. He gets yeah. on there and it starts. Because he's a former rodeo guy. Oh, okay. Five-time champion. But he's 90 years old. He can barely walk in this movie. Yeah, it's walking. His, and next like thing Joe you know, Biden. you see this horse going crazy. Yeah. And he's, the stunt double's on top of there. Yeah. And he's Just breaking the horse in. Breaking looking, a wild horse. Looking super young and fit. <laughs> so how many stars do you give it, Brady? We know your ratings. That's right. Brady gives I'm it three out of five. I'm going to give it 1.5. Whoa. You gave it stars? For what reason? Um, Because. Well, he tried. Yeah, because there was an effort involved. <laughs> what in the world? I, can't, I just did can't you... do it to Clint. What do you mean? He did I this give him to you. One star for showing up. Um. Man, that's too many. I give him. It's better than three. Less and... than one for somebody not telling him stop it. He's done some really good stuff over Look, the last. 15 he's got years. undetermined amount of kids. Yeah, right. I know why he's working. Here's the other thing that's funny, is that uh, this woman in her late 30s, maybe early 40s, uh, in a nightgown. 
has him for for whatever reason. It never really was explained. He she's, breaks into the house and he's she's forties or fifty. Okay, whatever. She looked great next to him because he's a, a crypt keeper. His hair's never done. He's got grandpa hair, and he's just in this drawer in someone's room in the house, and nobody calls the police or anything because it's Mexico. And she comes in and she goes, "Maybe we should settle this differently." And he goes, "How do you suppose we do that?" <laughs> and she starts to like, like stroke her body. Like, like she wants him, and you're like, okay, that's yeah, ridiculous. She then made the a hard next, play. The only other woman in the movie can't speak English. He can't speak Spanish. They end up banging, and like Clint is trying to live 1975 over again. Like every woman wants him. He's 90. I can't get a hard on, Senorita, but uh, I do eat soup quite a bit, so I know what it's like to lick bowls. Give me one of those blue pills. And Dwight Yoakam <laughs> is the concerned oh, father. He, he's, he's phoning it in. <laughs> Is it is the worst movie of 2021? It's Razzie quality bad, and that makes me sad because I love Clint. But there's a time when you have to just say, "All right, champ, no more rounds for you. Let's throw <laughs> this in the is towel." What did I just watch? Oh, I and it, and it started off like, "Okay, this might suck so bad it's funny," and after a while, you're like, "This is just." I'd rather watch Clint Eastwood on a deathbed actually take his last few breaths <laughs> than watch Cry Macho again. Wow, I'd rather be the one that puts the pillow over his face and just say Makushla, <laughs> just to end it. I couldn't. I couldn't. It's pathetic. One of the worst movies I've ever watched. Like, it makes Sandler look like Spielberg. Whoa. It's terrible. And it's about a rooster. Like, deep down, it's like a... Oh, it's so bad. Give it a run. You'll You're go, not selling you'll me go, Oh, no, I'm selling you one. You want to watch the worst movie ever made? This is it. It's up there with Plan 9 from Outer Space. and It's terrible. Is it up there with Little Nicky? Uh, it's... it's it is even with how much Little Nicky... Like, that was such a Would bad story. Would you watch story. Little Nicky yeah. over Cry mm-hmm. Macho? Yeah, there you uh, go. That is such a terrible film. Um, I think I would. I don't know. You'd watch Little Nicky over oh, the Clint Eastwood? No, I can't. It's close. That. It's that. That's how close that's it is. That's like wow. asking me which nut I'd rather have I removed. <laughs> which, which would you... Melon Ball out one nut, which is it? I'm like, wow, this is going to suck no matter what. They're bad. It's up there. Gotti with John Travolta is as bad. I still haven't watched that. You'd love it. How horrible it is. Anyway, sorry. I digress. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. You will be crying macho up there all day long. You can cockfight with friends. That's what that is. No, uh, they teach you the self-defense training of tactical black, and it is an unbelievable thing. All those folks that went in there uh, to get their their, uh, blue uh, training. And finally, uh, get that next level going and kind of get into another uh, bit of training. Congratulations to all of them. There were like 60 people in that thing, which is awesome. And uh, all of them becoming sheepdogs. That's the goal. The more we have on the streets, the less sheep uh, there will be. And that's a good thing. Keeping an eye out on the flock and making sure that you've got all the tools in your tool belt to make you a little more secure in your day-to-day operations as you wander through this crazy world. Brady, I've been predicting it for a long time that I see all this vaccination card you know, require this, require... What did I say? A hostess would get beat up by some guy when she just says, I have to see your vaccination. New York City. Don't know if you saw it. Nope. Yeah, the, host, the hostess finally said, guys, it's my job to do this. The dude loses his mind. The next thing you know, four people are beating up a hostess at a restaurant who's just doing her job. We're on edge here. Weird stuff's going to start popping up here and there. I'm not trying to be a doomsdayer. I think this is just going to happen. You might as well be prepared. So check it out. Reactdefense.com. You're going to get in great shape doing it. 
and have some tools in your tool belt that make you better. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler, reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, quickly entertained. The Emmys were last night. No one watch. watched. No one. Brett? I forgot it was even. I didn't. Yeah, no Same clue. here. Let's not yeah. talk Is about it. Is it a right. thing? <laughs> Queen's Gambit. It's so bad. I'm guessing. Queen's Gambit, uh, the Ted Lasso show, and uh, the boys. Okay, you marked, uh, no, the crown got 11 trophies. Oh. The crown, and then you're right on uh, Ted Lasso. That's the that's like the big sitcom. That got seven sitcom. awards. Queen's Gambit got one, and it's the director, and he went up there for three and a half minutes. Jeez. This two-page speech, and they first time tried to play him off, and yeah. he got upset. Second time, he says, I'm almost done, and he went a minute longer. Ooh. Um, and it was boring. And it's dreadful and political and... Was there? There's yeah. no host either, right? Cedric the Entertainer was the host. Yeah, he was hosting. Oh, okay. And he opened up and did a rap, I guess, and Rita Wilson rapped He's on fine. it. I don't know if it was good because I didn't watch. I did hear the Seth Rogen thing when he went in and said, they told us this was going to be outdoors and we're in a tent. And he said, this is the least responsible thing. Yeah, he thing. ripped. Well, because basically it's all the people saying, vaccinate. Uh, you know, it's the hypocrisy that's making this nation divide so fast is that these... The Hollywood people that keep screaming at everybody for how stupid and wrong they are keep doing stupid, wrong things. Uh, Bill Maher pointed out the Met Gala. All the stars in their uh, couture didn't have to wear masks, but the help did. And he's like, this is why people hate liberals. Because these are the same people that are barking at the rednecks and saying, oh, you rubes aren't doing it right. And then they have a gala where COVID is, you can't catch it if you're a celebrity. Oh, but no, the sure. but the but the disgusting help certainly should wear gloves and masks, and it looks terrible. I wish I would have seen this. Conan O'Brien didn't win anything for his final season of Conan. Because it was bad. But uh, he provided a pretty awesome moment. The head of the TV uh, Academy came out to give a speech about how wonderful television is and how it's making the world a better place. And Conan just went wild for the guy. He was heckling like he was Elvis, clapping. Oh, really? oh, cheering for him. And the, the guy's whole speech, Conan stood attention, saluting him. The guy was pretty distracted. It's probably part he of tried it. tried to laugh it off. It's not clear if Conan was legit trolling this guy or just trying to be funny. Right. Everyone loved it. Chris Rock has COVID-19, and he he's vaccinated. He got the Johnson & Johnson. Uh-oh. But he basically said, uh, it's kicking his butt. You don't want to get this. Get vaccinated. Right. And then the argument would be, well, you were vaccinated. Yep. But it's going to save his life. It's going to keep him from dying from it. So there's the argument going the other way. All right. We'll leave this last one. All right. Ray J's former manager. I saw this. Pretty great. Whack 100 <laughs> says there's a second sex tape of him and Kim Kardashian. Oh, wow. And uh, he goes, I'm not sure if uh, Ray J, he won't release it because he's a, he's a family man now. And the only thing that he would possibly do is give it to Kanye as a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye's seen it, so have we. I'd like to see that. Julie just emailed and said, My work takes us to a movie every every year. We never get to vote and stuff, but they usually choose well. But we just got word that we're going to see Cry Macho in the theaters together. Change it! She said, I'll go because I'm getting (laughs) paid to see a movie, but we can't go home. We have to be part of it. Ah! You're going to hate it. Go to Shang-Chi. And Rob reminds us that if Brady just said a movie is bad, trust me, it's the it's worst thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I'll tell you when it's awful. I'll let you know when it's really bad. All right, that's it. We're done. Monday's in the books. Let's get the heck out of here, shall we?
Uh, we're done. Larry's coming up next. He's got you uh, all set up for stuff. He's going to give you some tickets. More information on the ghost. Uh, they're going to be here with Volbeat in March. That's yeah. closer than you think. I know it feels like it's not, but that's right around the corner. Halloween decorations going up around my neighborhood. A little early. Our house is done. You did Halloween Not outside. Already? Ronnie does the inside. It's summer still. Oh, she can't wait for the season. When do you do Christmas? Like the second Halloween's over? Mm, she'll have a little uh, week in between there where it's kind of Thanksgiving. Let me ask and you then this. the day after Thanksgiving, it's, it's go time. Why is it Christmas. classless to have your Christmas lights up in October? Late October, early November, you're like, oh, these idiots are going to have Christmas lights up for two months. But for Halloween... It's like crazy. Like it's, it just looks oh, like garbage. I, I know. It's Guadalupe. <laughs> Go home and take that down, Brady. You put your Too Halloween late. decorations up a couple days before Halloween. This isn't a month-long celebration, you freaks. It's it is now, John. Well, it's a Gilbert thing. My friend Mark's family did it, too. And I'm like, you're not in Gilbert anymore. Stop. Stop it. Burn that house down, Brady. It's over. <laughs> Uh, we're done. You guys have yourselves a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! Oops, I almost got the button wrong. There it is. Until later. Bye. <laughs> I'll get it. Ah, screw it. We're done. <laughs>